College Station, so we uh, so we finally got somebody on the podcast. We've mentioned them a lot on the podcast, and usually they're not good things. But uh, we whatever, finally, <laughs> we finally got him on the podcast because he's here before he leaves in like five minutes and leaves his brother to clean up everything else. Oh yeah, uh, what he pays him for. That's yeah. just right. They get mad at me sometimes, but they get over it. Look, they there get a paycheck. Go. Yeah, I always tell them all the time when they mess up. I'm like, am I not supposed to pay you this week, or what does this work? Because I never mess up pay. <laughs> So we have Andy Hine from Southern Reptile Supply. If you've ever come to a Herp show and seen the 500 tables with reptile supplies, that's Andy. That's right. Uh, my, my first experience with Andy was my first Herp show. Like brought a bunch of Samboas, and this fat, loud dude and his little brother came over and bought all my Samboas off my table. And I was like, fuck, I got nothing left to sell. <laughs> bought them all. Bought, I had five anneries left on my table. That was it, five anneries. I sat there all day. I sold four of them. I left with one snake and told Sean, I'm not coming back tomorrow. I only had one snake. There you go. That was my first experience with Andy. And then it's kind of like everybody else's experience with Andy. They just come. The girl, the No Drama Llamas, they brought a whole bunch of tanks for sale. And then you came and you bought all of them before they They were going to sell them too cheap. And when, so the biggest thing with used glass is they come in, even though it's used glass, if you clean them up well, which no one does, yeah. you could still get top dollar because glass don't get old. It's right. Yeah. Perfectly fine. These guys come in. Well, that'll undercut my weekend. They had like 20 pieces of glass. That's 20 whole setups the thing is with reptile people is they're not smart enough to know that you need more than that yeah so they'll come in and they'll buy a frog they'll go buy that used piece of glass for 35 dollars and go home and murder the frog because they thought oh well that's all we kind of needed right so i just try to go buy all that stuff out that way they have to come see me and get everything and else. everything the right way absolutely you have a guy that works for you that does or does most of your planted tanks for yes, you? Yes, his name's Christian. He's 16 now. He's been working with me four years. So I got him when he was 12 years old. He used to come. That's, and okay, first off, the fact that someone thought it was okay to leave their 12 year old with you. Oh, no. 100%. I would trust Andy with our child's life. That's true. The funniest, because the, he will the funniest thing fuck is. Fuck up I, anybody who tries to I think our New kids. Orleans. <laughs> I think it was a New Orleans. It was one of the. Oh, no, it was Lake Charles. Everybody want to go to the casino. Well, that's not my jam. Well, I already had one kid. I was like, well, what's 10 more? So we went. We actually got in trouble at Walmart for shooting slingshots, I think, or something. Yeah, that, I could, that I could see. But we all had a great time. And, and everybody, everybody was safe. Everybody was safe. We had great. I think we went and spent like $130 at the ice cream place. I was like, how the hell do you spend that much? But we managed it. Yeah. But we had a good time. And everybody was like, are you sure? And Sean's like, dude, I trust him over me, really, because he'll get scared. I just... Good with kids. We talked yeah. about this at the last show you yep. and I did. Everybody I was like, I, I can tell you we're right good. now, because not a single person is going to mess with him nope. or our kids if they're with him. That's yep. just like when the kids, the bad kids that run around the show, you'll watch them. They'll run around the show, not by my booth. Oh, yeah. I'll get them. I don't Katie, like already yelled at somebody yep. this morning. Yep. I don't play that because we're over there. I was like, you're too Not old trying to be this. rude and mean, but we're over there moving glass and stuff. You come around that corner, oh, yeah. you can oh, get yeah. hurt bad. You can get bad hurt. So... I have the same issue with people when, you know, I'll have vendors show up with three or four used racks. And I'm like, shit, that's a thousand, fifteen hundred bucks out of my pocket this weekend if you sell that. What's up, Bo? Oh, there's Bo. It's Andy's son. I, I can't. We've, we tried to explain Bo before on the podcast. And people just have to come to a Herb show and meet Bo. Yeah. Yeah. Got to meet Bo. He is a uh, different individual. He's a six-year-old going on 25, and he will tell you how it is. Uh -huh. <laughs> that is true. 
He's always sweet to me. So I know about y'all. He wants a bunny. <laughs> he, wants. he already bought the. We got. We got. We got had her earlier. Some lady had bunnies over here for thirty, so I bought her whole table, and she had like fifty more under the table. Because <laughs> <laughs> Bay Area was like, man, selling them too cheap. I'll just buy them all then. Why don't you? You get eighty. Right. Just buy them all. It's, but they had enough rabbits, so I was like, well, I'll go buy them all. And then she put like fifty more out. I'm like, nice. no, I'm not buying that many rabbits. <laughs> nice. So what are you going to do with them? Just Emmy, Emmy, his daughter will Emmy, do them, yeah. I think last time we counted, Emmy started this about six months ago. I think she has more money in her pocket than me right now. I think <laughs> she had $5,200 she's made in about six months off of bunnies. Wow. And mm-hmm. she's only like 10? Eight. Eight? Eight. I say, she, yeah, she's yep. younger she than started all, I told her to, she wanted to do bunnies, and that's all great. I said, well, then you work and you save up 500 bucks, and that'll get you started. I said, I'll help here and there when you need it. And so she started with 500 bucks doing chores around the house, whatever, bagging leaves for me, whatever, you know. And uh, But I don't pay by, like, the hour. I pay by the bag. So yeah. you want to mess around, that's, that's nice. on you. You want to make a right. dollar an hour, you want to $50 an hour. That's so, on you. See, right. and I do that as well with our daughter when she does chores. It's not how long have you been cleaning. It's right. when you do this task, you get that's this much you money. Get. When yep. you do this that's task, how I you run get this much money. A lot of the, my, now, my guys are all salary, but when they do extra stuff, I don't pay them, oh, well, here's fit. No. You bag them all. You tell me how many you bag, I'll give you cash. Yeah. 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 You got 100. How much you want to make? You can make. I got 200 bags that need to be done. Do it an hour. I don't care. Yeah. Just get it done. Yeah. And I'll pay you this much per bag. Well, that's like, uh, well, going back to Christian being Yeah. T- so 16. how I met Christian, he used to come and buy a bunch of stuff from me, a bunch of planets. He's trying to plant, and he always asked me all these questions. I'm like, man, for 12, he's he's on it. And one Lone Star show, his mom was there, and I met mom, and I said, why don't you just work for me, bro? You get not only benefit of working for me, I'll teach you a lot of stuff. All this stuff will be at cost. You'll save money. Yeah. Because he's buying, like, a lot of stuff. I think it's it's Pyrotoad. It is. Mm-hmm. Pyrotoad. That's you, his you YouTube have, channel. Yeah, his YouTube channel. He does that. He just started my Instagram for me. I'm paying him because I don't get in all that. He's going to do an Instagram uh little video you've seen my other videos mm-hmm. that, yeah that he does all that he, oh, dude, really? he's a whip oh, he's yeah. smart smart i wish i could have about two or three more of him but uh start and then his mom's like well close shows and now he can just do whatever because they just it's been four years we ain't yeah. killed him yet so there you go. Well, it, he'll just sit back there pumping out uh bioactive enclosures all every, day and he's oh, yeah. great I mean, every they, tuesday he comes and works eight to ten hours on tuesday to help me with whatever we got to do and i'll be honest he's wise. He's probably one of the most polite individuals. Yep. Mm-hmm. He's yep. going to go. I believe he's going to Marines, so I'll lose him in a couple years, and that's going to be a rough. It's going to be a rough transition. Yeah, because that's going to be hard to replace that kid. <laughs> yeah. But, yep, he wants to be Marines. I believe his dad was Marines and everything, so he wants to follow in that footsteps. So his dad's wow. a firefighter yeah. in Dallas. Well, and he'll do fine, man. Kid, oh, I mean, he's a oh, oh, jiu-jitsu fighter. He and... kicked me one time. I told him, you ever kick me like that again? I'm going to wait till you're sleeping, and I'm going to take you out <laughs> and you're fired. Because that, dude, he hurt me. I'm, yeah. I'm a big guy. He kicked me right in the ribs, and oh. I think my ribs still hurt. And that was like two years ago. <laughs> he got me good. So the most interesting thing, I think, about Andy is that everyone thinks you're a dick. I can be a dick if you get push my buttons or you do something They think dumb. the same thing about you, too. That is true, but but I am. I'm good with that. <laughs> but I'll tell you, the the biggest thing that, 
I think the biggest thing people think I'm a dick, I'll tell you the truth if it hurts your feelings or not. Yep. Yes. Yep. But I will try to help you out in your business and yep. tell you the truth, mm-hmm. tell you what you're fucking up on. Pardon my French. But That's, you're good. Okay, well, good. So I'll tell you what, what you're messing up on, what you're doing wrong, and you can either listen to me or not, but I guarantee you, I'm one of the smartest business guys in this little group that we have. Mm-hmm. I'll, and I'll tell you the truth if you're doing good or not. And yeah. I mean, because you started what, four or five years ago with a, a table. No, uh, so this is my ninth year. Nine? Yeah. I remember you, yeah. were at the, you were at the beginning, and it was like, I remember hearing stories. So my like, first show ever was half a table. Yeah. That was a Lone Star. <laughs> um, I, I split a table with a buddy of mine, so I had like 20 snakes. That's it. And then I, I love the snakes, but the biggest thing, like we were talking about earlier, I like the corn snakes and stuff. Well, back in the day, those were 20 bucks. Yeah. Well, you get some Riri come into the show and sell them for 10 they just messed up your whole weekend. Yep. So I would start buying them out. Well, then it got too many. I went from a few snakes to 10,000 snakes. Oof. And then I still had a real job. And I'm like, holy smokes, <laughs> this is a lot of <laughs> a lot of effort. So I was like, what can't you have? Well, there was no real dry goods guy. Yeah. None. You couldn't go and set up anything. So I started with hooks and smaller tanks and Boom, boom, then it just blew up to now I have 16 to 20 tables a show and have a crew. I used to do, me and my wife used to do 40, 50 hours a week plus shows. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Me and my wife work shows. My She had fir- to be happy when she no longer had to do shows. She does not like shows. Yes. She'll come, but she knows it's work. I say she, I've our, seen her come and like hang yeah. out our, a couple times. The first Conroe ever, I had six tables. But I had really high-end corn snakes. I had the Tesseras when they were hot, $1,000 corn snakes. Right. I think I did $80,000 in corn snake sales that show. Damn. Plus dry goods. I think I, that was like my best craziest show ever. I think I did 120 grand. Wow. Jeez. Overall, six tables. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's crazy. That's And yep. you were hooked. And that's when, I had already quit my job way by then, but I think when I learned I could do it, there it was a Pasadena show. And me and Diana rolled in Saturday morning to set up our three tables, you know, got everything rolling. I think we did four grand. And I looked at her and I said, we high five. We were hooping and hollering when we were leaving. I said, I'm going to quit my job. And this is what I want to do. And she's like, let's do it. And that's when I realized if I don't just do snakes and I do some dry goods so that way I make sure I can make some money every weekend, Mm -hmm. I can do this for a living. And that's when... I quit my job. And now you don't have snakes anymore. See, yeah, because I have one snake in my house. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because like I said, the first time I, I met you, you were still selling reptiles. And now you don't really even sell reptiles. I don't I don't sell reptiles. Uh, my brother has chameleons, and my other guys have a few. So Christian brings some stuff, right? Christian has some toads and frogs, and he does some leopard geckos. But any snake, any of the animals, I don't have any part of that no more. My guys, I told them, look, you guys have an opportunity to make money through me. But also get a free spot. Yeah. Put some. Why don't you know what you're gonna make with me? Why don't you want to go make more? So yeah. stop being dumb, and put some money to the side, and buy you a couple animals or whatever, and put them on the table and make you some extra money. Yep. So they're fine. Think it took. My brother's been with me five years. He finally did it. So four years later, he's a little slow. <laughs> but you know, I want to trade him for the world. He's my right hand guy. But finally, he's starting to make. You know, why not? Why not go to a show and not know what you're going to make? Yeah. That's what I like. That's why I enjoy it so much because I'll guess all day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when I'm doing my bills and all that, I'm like, oh, well, you did pretty good. That's you know? me. The whole weekend, I'm like, fuck, fuck. 
and then I oh, get yeah. Dan, and I'm like, oh, oh I still, no, I, it's okay. I try to do the math, so I roughly do like 50 shows a year. I'm in what nine years or whatever, so I got to be pushing close to 500 shows, and I don't sleep Fridays. Fr- still don't. Yep. Still don't, and I have a Me bank, I have savings account. I have it. Don't matter if I bombed and did four dollars. But I'm still like, oh, yep. oh my goodness, because all the weight's on me. I got to make sure I yeah. pay my guys. I got to make sure diesel prices are Oof. out the roof. God. I, just to go to New Orleans last week was $857 in fuel because we had to both take trucks? both trucks. Both. I was going to take both trucks anyways, but they were weighted down because my supplier, since we had the snow that lasted 12 minutes in <laughs> Dallas last week, it they were four days behind. So I wasn't going to get anything. So I had to go physically pick it all up. Uh-huh pain in the butt so they didn't drop ship anything they didn't uh-uh. drop ship nothing to new orleans which is the cr- crappiest load in in the world i hate the ramp i have nightmares about the ramp yeah it's this wide yeah, and, and it, it curves. curves so you can't back your trailer <laughs> right. or you can try like uh, i was able to get a 12 foot u-haul up it but were, no way were you there when uh I forget, bob is his name he was another dry good vendor and he got up in there and then he couldn't get out he took out the fence and everything with the brand new trailer well now they put a dumpster next to it too yeah so you can't cut your truck around no it's just yeah. a that one, and then there's Austin, the new Austin. I love the new location, I haven't been but to we're it in the far back corner, so it's like 800 miles. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there's only one door. When you're done, I think I did 18 miles that day there's, when I had damn. my Fitbit on. It has. They back have a bay door, but it goes but it's into in a sand volleyball. Yeah. Court. Oh yeah, that's what I told the guy. I was like, yeah, I can go back there and get buried. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't gonna make it. Any idea how much how I mean, skews or how much product you bring to a show? $80,000 worth, roughly. That's a lot. But, I mean, now that's table cost. Mm-hmm. But normally I'm in 60 to 80, depending on the show. Conros and stuff, I probably bring 100. Conros, Slidell. Slidell. No, I, I do well in Slidell, but I downscale because I only take one truck trailer. Oh, yeah. I haven't been to Slidell in a couple years. It's just yeah. too far for me. I think some of my favorite stories from you are the people that come to you wanting a discount or a deal. Yeah, I love those guys. <laughs> I love that they think, because I, I do know, like, so back in the day, reptile shows, people were like, we come to a reptile show and they'll haggle price on reptiles, but it's kind of gotten more, we we know what the price is and stuff, but dry goods is a completely different thing. Like, there is a set price. Like, they, they cost something. There's not, yeah, you didn't I can't make just it. give it to you. Right. Yeah, you didn't yeah. just make it randomly. My, my favorite thing to tell them is, well, uh, is there a discount on your wife? <laughs> sometimes they'll laugh. Sometimes they get mad. But well, you pissed me off by asking for something. For right. Me. When you go to Walmart, do you get? Can you go up there and be like, "Hey, man, can I get a discount?" And they're like, "Well, you're not Walmart. I'm set up closest thing to it. I Same pay thing. my taxes. I probably pay half your family to eat all week because you're probably on food stamps because you're asking for a fucking deal. I hate. I understand the whole haggle. That's all great. Yeah. But when you come up expecting it straight up the get go, oh, yeah. dude, I don't even want to sell nothing to you. I've I've refused sometimes. I'll tell them go to Petco. They're eight hundred fucking dollars compared to eighty. Yep. Yep. Later. Well, later. And it's a it's a pain in the ass here because you'll see them go buy a five hundred dollar snake and then come to you and go, hey, can I get this for? That's my favorite. And then we get the cheapest. All stuff. the guys left. Uh, yesterday, some lady, she, tortoises. She come over to get the right lighting. She uh. did. And I looked down. And I said, what's that little three gallon tank for? And she's like, well, that's when I, I said you're gonna make some it's tortoise an jerky. She go. I said, just look. I'm gonna tell you the truth. You don't want the box. That's fine. Go get you a big tub. They like to move around. It's. I know you think tortoise slow. Huh? They do miles a day. They like yeah. to walk. Yeah. I said, go just go get you a $10 tub and go take that back. I said, if they don't take it back, I'll buy it. I'll buy the damn tank so you don't take it home. So they did. They, they let them take it back or whatever. But I was like, the, the biggest thing is other people 
they don't ask, and I always, well, what kind of animal? That's like my first question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because a lady was trying to get a 18, 18, 25 I sell for 125 for iguana. I said, no, 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 no. You want this? It's 50 bucks. So I could have made 75 more dollars, but then that thing was going to die a horrible death, and I can't right. go to bed yeah. at night. Because yeah. even though I don't have, re- I still care more about the reptile than a human. I don't really care about those guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's the end of the day truth. I I tell my guys all the time, even if it's you're gonna lose a three hundred dollar sell and you make a thirty dollar sell, at least the animal's right. That's what we're here for. We're not we're here to make money, of course, but if we're already we're gonna do fine. We don't need to oversell or undersell. Yeah. Yep. Just do what's right for the animal and if they don't take it the right way, fuck them. I mean I could sell one of my hatchling racks all day long to people with corn snakes, knowing the snake's going to get out. Yep. But I'm like, I, I mean, yep. I lose a sale every show from work. that because yep. I tell them no. Because no, then you're yep. going to have snakes out and you'll be calling me and, and you'll have snakes it out. And it, like I tell them all the time, it ain't worth the time that's not right. to do it right. That's because right. Because they're going to come back and bit, nine times out of ten, we get two or three people that bitch every show, anyways. And that's just how it is. And I handle them pretty well. I should put some screenshots up. It'd be <laughs> oh, a yeah. pretty good joke <laughs> for us. But at the end of the day, you you know you need to ask and that's how it is because these guys don't know what the hell they're doing yeah nine times out of ten when they're buying from me it's their first or second animal if you do set them up right guess what they're gonna have 10 reptiles mm-hmm. if you don't and they all die yeah they're gonna go buy a fucking dog or something yeah, instead of what we that's are the post you see in like five years i had a oh, bearded yeah. dragon it was the worst ever and i'm never gonna own another reptile. right that's yep. the thing that's what i tell my guys all the time if we treat them right the first time mm-hmm. and their animals does well and thrives i guarantee you're gonna get another sale oh yeah, yeah. we might have like that lady we missed out on a, what 75 bucks she'll probably come back next time and buy more from us yep. oh, yeah. and then because get some other reptiles her right because the first time. i told her you're gonna kill them and that's our first thing i tell my guys all the time say murder they that's a strong word yeah. say you're gonna murder them absolutely yeah, there's so many people that will uh tiptoe around i don't i'll tell you you're gonna murder it point blank it's dead yep you're gonna and love that like, animal to death and then they finally start listening and if they don't have the money i tell them look Here's what you really need. Take a picture. I don't care. I have a website. Or go to your PetSmart Petco, but I'm telling you, this is what you, bare minimum what you got to have. Oh, yeah. That was my – I worked at PetSmart for a while, and that was my biggest thing is I was horrible at selling stuff because, like, yeah, you don't you don't need this. Like, every time they'd go, please like, – they'd go pick up a kit. Like, please put the kit back on the wall. Yeah. And, like, we'll just get stuff. Or go to Lowe's and buy this. Yep. Or, like, oh, I tell them all the time. I mean, I got all the bedding and stuff in the world. But when they're trying to set up a big old tank, I'm like, dude, go to Lowe's. Yeah. yeah. I said, Buy a $3 said, thing out of yeah. Cypress Mulch. I mean, I'll I'll sell it to you, but mine are 20 because it says Reptile on it. Yep. yep. And <laughs> I want to sell it to you, but, dude, you already bought enough other stuff. Buy this water dish, this light bulbs and stuff that you really got to have. And then now the people that don't care about money, yeah, I'll sell them everything they got. But if they're on, like, a little budget, I'll tell them the truth. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'll tell them. Are y'all, y'all still out of chip? We, uh, it's lost in transaction. It's been 30 days. Mm. When we had that snowstorm, I don't know. I guess they ate the chip, or maybe they put it down so they didn't slip on the ice, or it's gone. So I told how many pallets? One pallet. One, I told, but that was a whole pallet. Some blocks, two ten. Right? Yeah, oh, I, that's a chip. That's... I told JT that I guess we'll ship out another one and pray for that other one. <laughs> right. I don't know. I'm over that one. And that's not like a, a small pallet. It's like seven it's foot tall. tall. I've oh, seen them. Barely fits in the truck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, it's gone. It says weather delay. It's like, well, it was 85 degrees this week. It must be too warm for them. They better, <laughs> they better figure it out fast because it's not just going to get hotter. I just wonder where a seven-foot pallet of Reptichip is sitting right now. Yeah. Uh, we had another company that we were AAA Cooper. Dude, it's a one-day turnaround in Texas. 
it'd be three, four weeks every time. So we finally went with FedEx now, and now they're doing the same thing. They yep. lost it. FedEx has lost probably four racks for me in the last month. Just gone. Just gone. Yep. yep. And then they deny the claim when I file a claim. Oh, yeah. Every time they deny oh, yeah. the claim. It's That's the biggest thing with those big companies. They don't give a shit about mm -hmm. us. We no. could all boycott them. They're still going to. Yep. You know, whatever it is. Well, that's only comes to, like, money. to shipping reptiles. That's why I like working with Debbie. Cause Debbie I know, is the best. I know that yep. with reptiles to you, Debbie, if there's if something is lost, Debbie She'll will find it. it. Oh, oh, she will hunt it down. Yeah, I, I had some bromeliads that went missing, and she, she, I said, I think they ship with you. She, oh, yeah, yeah. She knew exactly because she knows my address and stuff. She's like, let me look them. Oh, yeah, they'll be there Saturday. I said, okay, thank you. Yep. Well, he didn't even ship them till Tuesday. He lied to you. Oh, okay, cool. I got that. Now. <laughs> he said he shipped about Monday, little bastard. Yeah. But she told me straight up. Boo -boo. She goes, oh, I might not have supposed to told you that. I said, Oh, it's on now. I'm gonna go tell him right now. You busted him. <laughs> yeah. Funny. Yeah, it's, uh, I always tell folks. Like, there's, I know there's other reptile but companies you can ship with, but you honestly, can call her. If and Debbie was twenty dollars more, just so I knew I don't have to oh, yeah. worry about it no more. Yep. Hundred percent. Because I'll just tell him. Talk to Debbie. Because the other thing is, I'm too lazy to go in there and write my own label. I just message her and say, I need a label for this. And she does it for me, which is, in my opinion, that's worth more money. 100%. Because I didn't have to go in there and fill it. I don't even know how to spell my own name, let alone someone else's damn name. Let her do all that. That way it's perfect. She'll make sure the address is right. Oh, yeah. She does. Do too. it all and mm -hmm. say, Oh, just print them out. Oh, I can do click print thing, no yeah. problem. Yeah. I've seen I've seen her hunt down packages that weren't even shipped through her. Oh yeah, yeah. no, she'll she help whoever. She did it for me at a yep. show. Yeah, yep. That's why everybody gets mad. They want me to carry delis and stuff, but that's her thing. She does it. She's done it longer than me. I'm not gonna do it. I, yep. Well, what about the shows that, dude? I ain't digging through my trailer and taking out delis when she's coming. I'm just not gonna do it at all. Right. Yeah. Buy from her. Done deal. And it's a great deal. I buy the box where it's got like the prepackage everything to be able to ship. It's super cheap to get like ten of them all yeah. ready to go and ready mm -hmm. to roll. Yep, get them from her. It's hundred percent worth the convenience. Oh yeah, of it already yes. being done. But, oh yeah. Like, a lot I'm of people, at a point in my that, life where I will pay for convenience. That's a lot of people don't anymore. We're like the rudest. This fucking guy. Fucking, <laughs> it's like he owns the show or something. What yeah. the hell? Yeah. He looks like he's twelve or a child molester guy. That's true for anybody. That's so. We've talked on the show before that we have uh, a friend, Chris Duncan, who's going through Hodgkin's lymphoma, yes. and in solidarity, several of the vendors including sean uh shaved their heads and their beards no, no one at this table but uh but other people did <laughs> i donated some money <laughs> yeah andy donated two smokers i've, I've, I've bid on some stuff in the silent auction today yeah. but uh sean, probably, probably, sean you did over two grand with those two smokers huh the little uh, i think we did 22 and then like 12 yeah oh, nice not bad Oh, jeez. <laughs> Is he talking to your Josh? No, he's talking to no, Josh. Oh, gay Josh. Oh. <laughs> Little gay Josh. It is true. It is. Bald true. It is gay Josh. Yep. Bald oh, but yeah, people can't, they can't see Sean, and he, uh. He looks really bad. There will be pictures. If you've ever seen, like, when we a baby, when a baby has a very white butt because he gets no sun, that's Sean's head right now. Yeah, it looks like yeah. he just Definitely come out of the womb. John Grant looks the same way. Oh, like, John looks several. rough. Yes. So Gonzo actually had to redo his facial recognition on his phone because his phone would not recognize him. Because now he looks like Mario. He has like a little, uh, what was that dude's name? Um, the porn star. Uh, Ron Jeremy. Ron Jeremy. <laughs> Dude, he looks straight like Ron does, Jeremy, that, just about does. two that foot shorter, oh two God. foot shorter, and probably a lot smaller pecker. <laughs> probably so. <laughs> well, on that note, we're 23 minutes That's in. That's true. All right, so if people want to uh, get a hold of you, you said you have a website. What's your website? Uh, just Facebook's the best thing. Southern Reptile Supply, Facebook. I keep 
track of that perfect. All that other stuff I don't pay attention to. And then come to any Herps show. Uh, any Herps, I do any. Lone Star. Lone Stars and any RBCs. Any RBC Arlington. Any, uh, any RBC Arlington, yes, sir. Yes. So you'll be at Shirts next weekend? I'll be well, at Shirts. The boys will? The boys will. I'm going fishing. <laughs> yeah. I, was about to say. I haven't been it's to the camper in about three months, so it's time to go catch some catfish. So if you're coming to a cool. show, don't don't buy supplies before you come because Andy already has a better selection than any Pet Spot Petco. Yep. I mean, Much you at least carry prices. thermostats. I carry all, and I will tell them straight up when they buy a heat pad, you need a thermostat. And they'll look at me. I said, well, how much is your house worth? Is yep. it worth more than 50 bucks? Do, do you love when they go, I have a thermostat, and they show you a thermometer? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just go, no. <laughs> they do that all the time with the racks. I've got a thermostat. It tells me I'm that's trying fine. to get, I just ordered some new ones that I've seen, and they're going to be more cost effective, but I'm going to run one for a couple months just to make sure I like it. Yeah. But I'm trying to get, I'm always trying to get, Cheaper ones and better ones, but yeah. that way, at least I get something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So. Do, do, before we go, I just want to, have you been hit with, I know everybody's hit with, like, supply chain issues other than losing things. Oh, I'm assuming right now it's. All it's my a, stuff that's here is over six months old. Really? They're six months behind. I probably have $200,000 out right now just sitting in water, and it's insane. Damn. And not only that, but just in the last three months, that's why my prices have went up. I've, they've went up. 32% on product. Yeah. Over the last three, yeah. four months. Yeah. They hit crazy. me with a 14, a 10, and a 3, and a 3, and it's insane. And it ain't going to get no better. Nope. Crazy. So, and I'm trying worse. to keep it, even though diesel and all that's going up and all our food's going up, I'm not trying to move my price because I like to be fair, but it's like if it keeps going. Yeah. You don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. If you come to a Herb Show, make sure you get your supplies for Andy. Yep. Go if, check them out. If I'm not there, my little brother's always here. He's my right-hand man. Just don't, just don't let your kids read the back of their shirts, and you'll be all right. Yes. Yep. <laughs> all right. Thanks, thanks Andy. Andy. Appreciate it, guys. All right. We are we are back here at the Herb Reptile Show. We are with Adam James from Lone Star Panthers because uh, he has large cats. No. <laughs> no, he has no. black black panthers, right, he Robert? He has gorgeous panther chameleons. Panther yes, they Absolutely. are amazing. Some of the prettiest I think I've ever seen before. They wow. really are amazing. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, because normally I don't normally see them that blue too. Like those are like mm. really rich blue. Yeah, and they're that colored normally. Like it's not a stress thing, and they're not trying to impress each other. It's it's, it's awesome. Yep. Panther chameleons are a weird one though because they come out looking very. Very boring okay, as babies. So, yes. So I'm not gonna lie. Like I knew you were gonna say they looked boring as babies. They're like grays and black. Well, compared they're to they're fucking badass looking gray and black though, yeah. man. But when you look at them compared to an adult, they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're drastically different. Yeah. Compared Weird. to other panther chameleons, uh, an adult male showing all the color. If you compare it to anything else that doesn't show that color, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, they all start out um, super poopy, uh, brown, <laughs> white, you know. Like a little turd. My favorite. Which makes sense on as an animal. Well, it makes sense Which as a baby. So they gotta funny. they gotta hide in like leaf litter and then all the, on the ground. They try not to get eaten on branches and. That's right. And then as adults, they gotta attract each other and they're big enough to well, hopefully big enough not to get eaten by most things. And it's cool when you get one that young uh, and they don't have any other color yet because every time they develop a little bit more and more, you appreciate it that much more. I was gonna ask yeah. when at what point do they get their their colors that they keep for the rest of their life um so some start showing color as young as three months oh, like wow. i have like a red body blue bar who's like just like getting red in his body and like blue bars just like hints of it um and then other three months old uh don't have any color at all but definitely by like six months they should be showing a decent amount of color see i'm really spoiled by what i keep 
It's like green tree people have to go through that whole process of not knowing what they're going to get. And we talked about, we talked with Carl about his uh, lychees and all, not really knowing what they're going to look like until they get older. Yep. But like, I breed Sambos. They're gonna, whatever they look like when they came out is what they're going to look like when they're old. <laughs> yeah. Or like my boa constrictors. Whatever they look like when they come out, what they, I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, it's definitely a gamble. Like uh, when I was first getting into blue ambongas, I think I bought like five or six before I got a blue ambonga that actually turned blue. Oh. Yeah. And but, then. But you have to pay the same price for them no matter what. Right. So it's a gamble. You know, that's like a gamble price, you know. That's why those are the, all those guys are 600 and you don't really know what they're going to look like. They're going to look pretty awesome because I showed you what their lineage does. Um, but definitely, usually what happens if you get one that does turn blue, that breeder's either going to keep it or he's going to sell it for top dollar. Yeah. So, so, so do you have any that you keep until they get their colors and then decide to sell or uh, yeah usually so like from this clutch i would do that but um i have a couple retained clutches so i'm just probably going to pull from that but yeah typically like if i had the space and time i would definitely keep every single one of those until they started to show color um and the babies uh, a lot of people don't know this but the baby blue ambongas the ones that start to develop like this super dark emerald color in their body or their cheeks are usually a telltale sign that they are going to turn blue that's okay. what i was going to ask i figured there were probably some sort of keys it's something you're looking for that you know to look for that a normal person would just go, eh, I don't know. What yes. That is. Yeah. So that's one of the key things. I just, I, I told you yesterday, my, my biggest, I, I love panthers. I had one panther chameleon that somebody just gave me. It was already an adult. It lived for about a year and a half after I had it and then it passed. Mm -hmm. But it was, it was just a lifespan. But you were talking about some, some panthers living pretty long compared yeah. to just the, the four or five years that most people are used to. Yeah. So the, the lady from Beast Mode Silks, um, silkworms are incredibly nutritious. And this lady uh, feeds silkworms to her panther chameleon. I think it's a nosy bay. And uh, I think the last time I talked to her, she said he was nine years old. That's awesome. So, I mean, I'm, sh I'm sure it has to do with genetics, and I'm sure it has to do with husbandry. But I think the silkworms definitely had a lot to do with the, it, too. I, yeah, I agree with you. Because I think you don't have diet. to supplement them, right? So they're not getting all that kind of, like, uh, harp on their liver and stuff like that. Yeah. And they're full of calcium, vitamin A, and stuff like that. So, hmm. yeah. The diet makes a difference. Yeah, that makes sense. For sure. I am. Um the thing about, so are you doing just panthers, or do you have other things as well? No, specifically just panthers. Just panthers. I plan to be the best panther chameleon breeder in America. There I that's love awesome. that. That's awesome. Yeah, high goals. That, well, that's, <laughs> no, well, I, I like that, though, because you you found what you're passionate about, and that's what you're going for. Well, it's like we talked to Carl Vargas, and people know him for his lychees. We talked to Blake, and people know him for his black dragons. Like, it's cool to become known as the guy that does this thing, and you yeah. do it well. That people come, they come look for you. You don't have to, to like sell yourself to people at some yeah. point. Yeah, and it's cool. It all comes natural too, because I'm like so obsessive over it that like you could just come to my booth and ask one question. I'll talk your ear off for like half an hour about the <laughs> Panther Millions, and it doesn't bother me one bit. You know, I get some people come by me and they're like, "Man, do you get tired of like saying the same thing over and over again?" And I'm like, "No, actually, not at all." <laughs> so uh, one of the other vendors, Russell, had a shirt yesterday that said, "May spontaneously start talking about snakes." So we're going to have to make you one that says May spontaneously start talking about. Yes, panther I'll chameleon. totally wear that. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to make one. I've got some vinyl that's like fun panther chameleon colors too, so we'll totally make it work. Yeah, yeah, I definitely want to get into some apparel too. I kind of just want to wear other people's stuff though. Yeah. You know, yeah. like if, if all my whole wardrobe was just like t-shirts of everyone all the vendors here. That's, that's what I'm working on right now. I was going to say that he actually got several shirts for Christmas um, here in the last couple of years that he's gotten shirts and so now he has quite the collection. Nice. It's a but, good Christmas gift. Yeah. <laughs> so with chameleons, I so they're one of those animals that I'm always scared when I see them for sale in like a PetSmart or a Petco Absolutely. or cheap. You know, panthers aren't normally, but there's like veils. Or we, we, we killed veils early on because we didn't know anything. We bought 
two babies, two. By early on, he means like 17 years ago. Yeah, and they were like throwing that out. Itty bitty. We bought them out I think for like 20 bucks a piece. They were two inches or smaller. And uh, we, we could never get them to thrive. We we try. It just it didn't yeah. work. And then later on, talked to me like, yeah, you probably should have bought the chameleons at that small. And I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So when they're small like that, like so you know how you get wild caughts from Madagascar, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they go through this crazy crazy shipment process, but when you get them, like a lot of them are alive still. Um, that's because they're bigger and they can like withstand all that amount of stress and stuff. When you have a baby, they literally go from three months old to seven months old. You saw the big growth difference. Like they're at least a hundred times their size, at least, if not like 500 times their size, just in that four months. So if you don't have their husbandry down, like if they're not getting, you know, their, their humidity at night, those cool nights, if they're not getting like the right diet supplementation, that right UV, mainly like the UV, um, they'll just like do really bad. And even if they get to full grown, they might be really unhealthy and not last that long after that. And that's another one. UV is huge with them. Yeah. Yeah. And like when you go to Petco or whatever, like those people may have had like a panther chameleon sold to somebody else, sold to them. Right. So they may have gone like two months at that crucial stage of their life without the proper UV. And then they get into Petco and then they don't have a branch close to that UV light. Because, you know, like the Reptisun 5.0s and the Arcadia 6%, like for them to get their 3.5 Fergusion zone or whatever... Um, Ferguson zone, sorry. Um, that they their basking branch needs to be within like six to eight inches of that oh, UV yeah. light. Well, I think that's all people don't realize. Even with any of your UV lights, most people don't realize that the the distance from them is is very short for most of them. Yes. And and they're putting them normally in a you know an Exoterra that's 18 inches tall. Yes. And with, it's got to be right up there next to yeah, the top exactly. if you want it to work. Exactly. Um, one of our favorites is a friend of ours. Uh, Ryan McVeigh. Ryan McVeigh. I was going to say, started, what happened? Your I know, brain my brain. My, I could think VivTech, and I couldn't think <laughs> Ryan McVeigh. Oh, yeah, so I was just going to talk about that. So I met him. I talked to him. had several conversations. So I came from a reef tank background. Yeah. I did reef tanks for like 10 years, and I saw what LEDs did to that market. And then when I switched and came to Panther Chameleons, which was like my first love kind of, um, then I just finally had time to hunker down and do it. I always wondered, like, why, why not LED... Yeah. Like, can they make the UV? And I just thought it was so amazing talking to him because I had literally envisioned that product. Like, always thought about, like, when that was going to come out for oh, yeah. a long time. Mm -hmm. And when I talked about him and he told you how important, it's not just UV. Like, some people would be like, oh, yeah, they need UVB. Well, they need UV. They need yeah. UVA and UVB. And the fact that there's two separate diodes. And he cuts down UVC, too, so he doesn't have the UVC yes. that will hurt him. Right. No UVC, right? Yeah. That, those bulbs? Yeah. Yeah, so we're talking about the Sursun bulbs, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, those are super cool. He now has dimmable ones. I was just going to say, have you seen the oh, dimmable I haven't. I haven't. Yeah, I'm we so. Saw those, those he had cool. them in ARBC. Yes, yeah, so you can yeah. ramp them up in the morning and ramp them back down. Wow. And oh, they, it perfect. dims the UV as well. He uh -huh. put the meter in there and showed us so as it goes yeah. up. Yeah, yeah so you can have a naturalistic yeah. day cycle. Is there a computer on it yet? It's possibly coming. It's so not it's, possibly it's coming. Manually, it's coming. He's it's got manually dimmable now. You can yeah, put, you yeah, you a, mean you can put it on a on, on a, a thermostat, a thermostat. thermostat, proportional thermostat that has a timer, and, uh -huh. it, and the timer will because like herbstats have a ramping up and a ramping down setting. Yeah, so you can do that on the lights. But I know that there are things in the work where Ryan is hoping to... Where you control your whole room from your phone. Your phone, basically. And basically, like if whatever the weather is in Madagascar, mm -hmm. you can make your room do that. That's exactly what happened in the reef tank world. You know, yeah. they had they started coming out with all these LEDs, and there's so much technology. You can computerize it. You can have the total day cycle, you know, the rising sun, where the UV is maxed during the day versus, you know, going down low. Well, yeah, because right now, we just it's full blast when you turn it on, yes. and full blast when yes. you turn it off. I know. I feel bad sometimes early in the work. I mean, early in the morning, when I right before I go to work and the lights come on, I'm like, ah, sorry, guys, you know. <laughs> Good morning. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I they're feel like, like that with your fish tank. I know. I feel when bad for them. The, when we turn the lights on from the nightlight to the daylight, I'm just like, man. What kind of fish tank you got? I, well, well, it's, it's a long it 
55 gallon fresh freshwater tank with just a bunch of tropical stuff, and then uh, one fish got ick, and I was like, oh, let me treat my tank, and then 90% of them died. died. So I'm gonna help you with that right now. So ick is like directly affected by their immune system. So all those treatment ick crap, like none of that works. So you have to literally just make sure that their immune system is spot on. Like you have to give them the best quality water and the best food, and they'll fight it off themselves. Because really? ick is always present. Mm. I, don't care. I don't care what anyone says. Yeah, I lost yep. my 17-year-old my Raphael catfish that I had since a baby. Oh, I know. He that got killed me. Wow. Yeah, that one was rough. And but then I had a huge daughter, feather fin catfish. It died. Yeah, our daughter wow. walked in that day, and she was like, she walked back to where I was, and she was like, today's going to be a bad day at our house. And I was like, that fish died, didn't it? And she was like, yeah, you can tell him. Oh, I was wow. like, thanks, Wait, kid. how old was the fish, though? 17 years. Oh, well, how long did they live? I, I've <laughs> read some. I've no, read we, some things. we had him since he was a baby. And I've read some things that go longer. Like, he was doing fine. And I've I've seen some huge Raphael catfish, uh, like, yeah. uh, aquariums. Are those the ones with the red tail? No, 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 that's oh. the red tail. These are, the, they start out like this, and they're kind of a brown with they're these light tan chunky. stripes on their side. And okay. Yeah, they're a, a fat little catfish. Yeah. But they get about... That big. I saw one at San Antonio Zoo once that was about, uh, I probably nine inches and like Coke bottle size around, a Coke can around. I was like, uh, that's an awesome catfish. So, did he eat all the fish in the tank? No, no he, uh -uh. he was wow. great. He hung out in his little log and he was good to go. Yeah, wow. he'd come out to eat when I ride feed and go right back in. Mm -hmm. Good boy. But I, I have a, it was I, a cool fish. I love catfish. And so, I had, yeah, that, that hurt. Right now, all I have, the things that survived were three giant Danios. And two dwarf garamis. The only things that have made it. The only wow. things that are in the tank now. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> those things are, yeah. Those it, things last through anything. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I can't kill these Danios. Because I was like, well, maybe I'll just go ahead and get like a big fish. Like I'll get like a big electric blue Jack Dempsey or something. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck, these things are never going to die. It'll be forever before I can do that. Cause, <laughs> you know those glowfish? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, one time I uh, got evicted from my house and I had a fish tank in there. And then later on I forgot that I had stuff there. Uh, so I broke in and went to like go look for my stuff. And my fish tank, it was a 29-gallon tall, and it had about an inch of water left in it. I hadn't been in this house for like 30 days at least, and that fish was still alive in there. <laughs> I was like, wow. That's how beta fish are. Well, yeah. Beta, beta fish, I mean, unless you freeze them, they, they will die. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they will die. Yeah. Uh, so back to the chameleons, what are you feeding your chameleons? Are you, are you doing a very, I know I saw you getting some uh, black soldier fly larvae. Yeah, so, um, so that's one of those things with the immune system. Um, anything that you have that's alive, like your first line of defense is always going to be their immune system. You know, people will say, oh, my chameleon's sick, I got to give him uh, antibiotics, or I got to take him to the vet, or I got to shoot him with all these things. Like their first line of defense is always their immune system. So like I take a lot of pride in their diet. Um, so like silkworms, like that's a natural thing you can give them that have a lot of nutrients that you don't have to give them um, added supplementation, which I feel like they need a break from all the time. Um, so something like that, black soldier fly larvae, also high in calcium. Um, I've also read things um, where they help get rid of parasites. Oh, wow. Or it's like good for their digestive system. Thank you. So like <laughs> between the silkworms, those dubias are a great uh, feeder because you can gut load them. Like they'll eat up like whatever you yeah. put in there. So like kind of whatever you want to gut load your bugs with, they're going to eat it. Um, I also learned that dandelion is very good uh, gut load for your crickets and stuff. So, you know, I just do a lot of research on their gut load and supplementation. And I, I watch all my chameleons, too. Like, you can tell if you supplement them too, a little too much or if they had a little bit too much to eat. I also think it's very healthy for a chameleon to fast for a couple of days, um, even a young juvenile, like a day or two without food. Gut loading, I think, is definitely an underdone thing in the hobby totally and i know we're guilty of we'll go to mm -hmm. pet smart buy crickets and then feed the crickets when we get home and we don't yeah. worry you know we assume that 
yeah. they have whatever they need to in them. But yeah. you know, they have whatever they were given, the little powder they were given to PetSmart. Or if you got them that day when they got them delivered, they have pretty much nothing in them. You just fed yeah. them. So I would, I would always recommend that you let them fast for that day then and let them gut load because your crickets can gut load you can see their bellies get full of like kale or whatever you want to put in there in like like two to six hours like so if you just like give them an extra day without food i think it's so much better for them to have a loaded vessel um versus just eating something just to because in the wild they're eating bugs that are eating right not bleeding, so they're going to be gut loaded in the wild mm -hmm. yes yeah, so i think so what we'll do is we need to get a tub set aside just for when we go get crickets put crickets Toss in the tub in there and feed load. them for a day and then feed them out the next day yeah yep and yep, I got a whole system down too. I got a huge tub, and I get like for like my three quarter inch crickets, um, I do half the tub with the crate, and then I do the other half tub with all the uh, everything I'm going to gut load with. Like I do a bug burger, um, I do something that's got a lot of uh, vitamin C in it, like oranges. You need a dark leafy green in there. Um, Papaya is really good. Uh, what else? Stay away from too much fruit, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the dandelions are really good. Um, so I'll usually do that, and then this way the crickets come out of their. Um, egg crate and they come over and they can eat their food and kind of like defecate over there and then when they're done gut loading I can just wipe that all out put new egg crate on that side and then put the new food on this side and that'll oh, nice. keep your crickets clean which is very important also um, and then gut loaded yeah we gotta do, we gotta do that okay but by we I mean I can't means I'm, I've got to do it. I'll add it to my I've list. got a shitload of egg crate in my garage by the way cool and another thing too with uh, chameleons like they don't really have a um, what do you call it um, like they don't take in bacteria very good. Like they have a low tolerance for bacteria. Yeah. So it's really important that you keep your crickets clean because they're dirty insects. Oh, absolutely. Well, that's what always worries me because because chameleons, correct me if I'm wrong, are they're they're more fragile than most of our lizards. They, yep. I mean, and that's why I always get scared when I see people buy again you know, a twenty dollar chameleon. I'm like, well, that's gonna die. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> especially if like, well, I've got a bearded so dragon sad. and they go buy a chameleon. I'm like, oh, it's not that's. Yeah, not the same. Bearded dragons are bulletproof for a long time. Like yeah. chameleons are gonna go downhill quick on you. Mm -hmm. And it's much like a saltwater fish tank too. Like you can successfully do it. You just have to know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so like, like I'm telling you, like the gut loading, the UV, all that, like if you know those just five simple things or just a few like pro tips, like you should have a healthy thriving chameleon. Um, but you know, some people who gets a baby, right. And they're at that crucial stage where they need all that supplementation and UV, um, or, you know, high nutrition, whatever. If you let them go, like let's say you get a baby and you feed them some mealworms and you don't have UV on them for a week, like that's like a death sentence. Huh. How do you? Yeah, no mealworms ever at all for any chameleons. <coughs> I guess too hard. The outside's too hard for yeah. them. Yeah, too much to show me ratio. Superworms are slightly better um, because there's so much fat content in them that that just kind of helps push it out. But um, you, even superworms, I rarely feed. Do you ever like pinch the head of the superworm so it's not alive yeah. when you feed it? Because I know like yes. they can. I do that with my frog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's um. That's he doesn't get superworms often, but every now and then, my Brazilian horn frog, I can tong feed him the superworms, but I always use my tongs to squish the head, and then I feed him. Mm -hmm. You don't want yeah. So I probably bought. Right. I don't. Yeah. I probably bought like maybe sixty panther chameleons in my lifetime, and I've had four or five die, and. Each time each one died, I fed them superworms, like, recently. And I don't feed them often. So I always think that that has some kind of correlation to do with it. So I will only feed a superworm to, like, a really picky eater. Yeah. Or if I'm really um, convinced that they're gut-loaded really well in, like, zucchini or something and their moisture content is up. So speaking of moisture, I'm curious about watering chameleons. Because I've heard before that some chameleons will only eat, drink water if it's moving. Um, and then some people just missed them. So well, what is the best way to go about watering a chameleon? Because a water bowl is not the way for those guys, right? Right. Yeah. Um, so uh, watering them, yeah. So they don't drink standing water. 
Um, it's got to be like moving water or they have to recognize it in like the form of a droplet. Um, that's kind of how they go up and lap it. Um, they are still reptiles though, so they don't need a lot. Yeah. Like when I missed, like they'll only lap up like maybe like a little bit in the morning. Depends. Like if you have a large male, he might lap up more than like a female or whatever. Um, but it has to go too with uh, your, like when I feed a lot of silkworms, I don't see them lapping up water at all because they have so much moisture in them already. But yeah, so I just missed once in the morning and once at night. Um, and then you let the, you got to let the cage kind of heat up and dry out um, for like the, uh, the majority of the day. Must be getting busy all right. there. All right, Katie, yeah. Katie go. We're losing. It's not just me though, because. Yeah, we're losing Katie to the registers. <laughs> oh, they need some help with the register. Yeah, that, must be getting busy. That's her job. We just told her for this. Oh, nice. But uh, breaks over. Yeah. So the I like chameleons. I just I know I I know that they're not. I don't have the time and patience for them, and I know that they're they're definitely trickier than a leopard gecko or a bearded dragon. Mm-hmm. I just wish more people would show some self-control when it comes to an animal like that yeah because they are so pretty and and, every, and i'm sure after movies like rango came out everybody's like i want a chameleon you're like please, mm-hmm. please stop yeah that's the worst thing that ever happens whenever a movie comes out that has an animal as the main character you're like Fuck, <laughs> that animal's gonna die now i wonder how many nemos have died also oh, <laughs> yeah. i've so i have a daughter and ever since she was little i was like we are not calling this when we see them in pet stores or see them in an aquarium we're not calling them nemos i was like this is a clownfish <laughs> So she will refer to them as clownfish, but you'll get adults like, look at the Nemo fish. I'm like, stop it. Stop <laughs> yeah. it. Well, it's like they put axolotls in, uh, in Ma- Minecraft. Minecraft. So now, everybody, oh, everybody. Like, well, Minecraft's going to kill thousands of axolotls. Oh, really? There's, yeah. Oh. So now you're going to have a bunch of axolotls dying from just being too hot because mm-hmm. no people are there. It's going to be cold. Wow. Luckily, with a new Red Panda movie, you can't buy a Red Panda. Right. So I guess that's right. safe. But every time I, I'm, then there's a chameleon in, uh, what was it? Uh, Tangled, Rapunzel. Mm-hmm. Everybody wanted them then. Mm-hmm. Then Rango came out, and then, so it's it's a tricky one. Yeah. But if someone does their research and wants a panther chameleon, how can they get a hold of you? Uh, so definitely, um, they can get a hold of me anyway. Uh, the best way is probably through my Instagram or my email because I don't miss those messages. That's like directly related to the business. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, I got business cards with my personal phone number on it. I got email, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, the website is LoneStarPanthers.com. I guess would be the best way. My email's on there too. Awesome. So awesome, yeah, and man. I um, so my I ex- expertise in basically Ambonja. That's like what I live for. Um, and then red body blue bar ambulobies and nosy bays. Okay. So any of those, and if uh, you know, if I don't have it, I definitely know who does. Yeah, I imagine it's a small community of like the real like panther chameleon people, not not people just picking up one off right. Craigslist. Right. I know. Like I had a few people come by me today. They're like, "Oh yeah, my friend breeds." I'm like, "What's his name?" <laughs> <laughs> if I don't know, him, you know. But well, all people they breed because they own two. Two. Right. Yeah. They never actually bred anything, but like, I'm a breeder. I've yeah. got two. I'm like, no, you're an animal owner. You you haven't bred shit. Yeah. But, well, awesome. Thanks for coming on. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thanks great. for having me. All right. Bye. All right. We are back at Bryan College Station Herp Show. Uh, we have two people that we've, we mentioned quite a bit on, on the podcast. Two of your favorite people. They're two of my favorite people. <laughs> so have, I mean, you should have got Sean over here to say it. Oh, yeah. so, du- Douglas Ray White. White. <laughs> Douglas Ray White. That is her fault for that. <laughs> is that what she calls you when you're in trouble? Yes. <laughs> the full name, Douglas Ray White. So James is only James Lewis when I'm mad at him. So I totally get that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, 
and then Natasha. And not, it's not Natasha Ray White. But it'd be way funny if it was Natasha Ray White. No. <laughs> Drag, Ray White, Natasha Ray White. It's close. My maiden name was Raymond. Oh, so, okay. but we're going with it. We're going with it. <laughs> Natasha Ray White and Douglas Ray White. That's great. <laughs> oh my God. So, what is your business name? Our business is Northeast. You got to talk into the microphone. Oh, here's the mic. Okay. In, into the microphone. Northeast Louisiana Reptiles. Northeast. So where do you live? Oak Grove, Louisiana. Northeast Louisiana. Yep, in Northeast Louisiana. It's Neela Reptiles. It's what everybody goes by. Neela. Neela. That's true. Yep. With your. So do you all have a simple logo, or is it just the Medusa one on everything? That's her. That's. That's her in the morning. <laughs> Before I brush my hair. Oh <laughs> Lord. So. I want to talk about because we've mentioned it before on the podcast. I mentioned it with you. you. You're built. Well, you have built a new addition to your your reptile stuff. That is true. You finally got her to agree to give you another building. Yes. You originally wanted to build onto the house. I did. She said no. She said no. <laughs> I wanted to come out of the snake room into another snake room <laughs> and build it to the house where I could just walk through a door. And she said no. That's not happening. She said no. Now you have to take your naked ass outside to that's get right. into your snake room. <laughs> I, I live in the country. I can do that. How far is it? How far you, is like from oh, your house to the thing? Six steps. Oh, oh yeah. that's not bad. Not enough time for true shrinkage to set in. No, yeah. We oh, there's Sean. Sean, I need you to tell me what is his name? Douglas Ray White. <laughs> You're so bad. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Robert. Thank you. Oh yeah, Robert's had everybody, had everybody sing happy birthday to him because his birthday is technically tomorrow. But we won't have a reptile show tomorrow. Right. So he'll be 55 years old. We're celebrating today. Robert is 55. Minus 13. No. <laughs> <laughs> no true age. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm only 13 from being 55. That's That hit home. I'm only one year from being 55. Actually, just a few months. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> 55's this year. See, that's why I'm married. She keeps up with everything. Yeah. She's never wrong. <laughs> yep, that's your, your, your mistake is allowing her to think that. I don't like Katie think that from the get go. No. So or to make sure that never Katie's happens. As wrong. long as she's close to me, she's never wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. So we come out of our back door. There's a deck there, and we walk across the deck, and it's right there. So I don't have to actually walk all the way across the yard. Or and you're running plumbing to it. Yes. For sink. Everything. You have big metal like. Yes. Giant sink for cleaning tubs and all. And you're going to have a split unit. So you're going to have heat and air already in there. Got that in. And you've already insulated it. Yeah, already. Top, bottom, and side. That's what Tasha was saying. That it's, it's ready to move in. She just needs to get off your butt and move stuff in there. She's wanting exactly. to put my bed out there. She's good to stay, <laughs> stay in the house. <laughs> she told me that not a single one of your snakes will be left in the house. And she made sure to emphasize your. She's right. So her snakes will still be in the house. Yes. And yours will be outside. See, I don't have any snakes. That's what she, that's what she says. But when we're in there doing something with them, her snakes is all. Oh, no. I know she has to have snakes because it was like two or three Bryan colleges ago that y'all sold out of stuff. And she made sure to tell me that she sold out of hers and you still had one left at one point. Exactly. So I know that she has snakes. Or at least yeah. she has babies. She's got all babies. This is this dynamic is what I strive to be when we grow up, James. I strive <laughs> when to we have, grow up. When I strive to have this dynamic when in our married, relationship. When y'all are married 20s. Don't, don't pretend you know the number. <laughs> Stop I that. have no clue. <laughs> 21. He's like, I, know I mean, that. I don't know either. He's like, I, I can do get the it within 10 years. So let me go ahead and say it within 21? 10 years. I was a year off. I got it. Right. Oh, whoa. November will be 21. Do I get a cookie? No. Yeah. Well, y'all are, but been together. We've like been, been together, together for 17. Let's see. Y'all are almost there. 
unfortunately. But I totally got our married years wrong the other day, and he Uh-oh. just looked at me, and I was like, wait. And I did the math, and I was like, nope, it's one more than that. Just kidding. <laughs> I know some of my kids' birthdays. I know her birthday, and I know her anniversary. There you go. Hey, that's, do, you know, do you don't even know anything else? Do you at least know your social security number? I actually do. Oh, okay. Know. I just figured a lot of numbers. I don't know if you... Well, I look at it on the Do you want to say it on the radio for everybody? When he rattles it off, he looks at me and says, is that right? Is that right? That's what you do with our bank account number. I don't do that. I just ask you to write it down. I have no idea what it is. She memorizes all our bank account numbers. I have all the... It's easy for me to remember the numbers. Please don't give that one either. Give that one Someone might steal our $10. I know. Won't be able to buy my burger later. Oh, But it was a nice building get back to that. So you got to get uh, everything out there. Yes. That's going to be fun, too. Only thing I hadn't got done is the steps leading up to it. I've got the so you're going to trip falling into it a lot. Well, I'm thinking it might be better to leave the steps off, and that way we can just lay it in and push all the stuff in there instead of trying to coat them Yeah, that's the true. That's true for now. It's a nice building. I was proud Just build your little swinging steps that swing to the side yeah. and swing back in front of the door when you need them. I was going with a ramp. But it's You're getting old. You might want that in the wheelchair. That hover round gets you right up in Whatever. there. <laughs> that's what I need to add to this. That's a good idea. How high is it, Doug? It's about two foot off the ground. So you got to have, what, 12-foot ramp? Yes. It sticks way too far out on the deck. Yeah. No, you just need to angle it. Just turn. No, because no, no, they've got grandbabies. We don't want them tripping on that ramp. That's right. They won't trip on the ramp. Put a you hand rail on it. Where we live up there, we have such weird winters. It would be a frost, and I'd run out there naked one night, and I, <laughs> and I would go sliding down there. Okay, I need you to also to put a camera in out there. <laughs> Just so I can see how many times he trips falling into, the, fall into the snake room. I mean, that would really hurt. Not me, not well, at all. in that part of Louisiana, this is probably the, the last weekend with the big cold snap. We had snow. You hope. We had snow. This Friday, weekend, did you? Uh-huh. Friday night, it snowed oh, wow. at the house. We was down here, and it snowed at our house. Yeah. About yep. two weeks. So you've probably... Mm-hmm. I, and then it melted an hour later. Here in the next yep. month is when you're going to want to get everything moved before yes. it starts to get hot, though. Yeah. Yes. I love the mini split idea. That works really well. It's uh, the mini split I got. It's, it heats and cools, and I can set the temperature to heat and cool. By itself, I don't have to worry about going out and changing. Oh, that's awesome! That is cool. It will automatically do it itself. Set and he can see it on his phone what the temperature is out there. In the... That helps cool. when you're at a show. See, that's you got to get a camera to put in there so you can see your room at any right. time. Right. Just it's just odd. I've done this for so long where they just walking in a room, just from get up out of the chair, go into a room, open the door, walk in the room. I know, everything but I'm, I'm getting my bedroom back, so I'm kind of excited about that. And what, my dining room. What bedroom? So there's hope. It's just there's hope for room. me, is what she's saying. There's not. Because <laughs> I'm with, I'm, I'm with, I like being able to walk into my snake room from like within my house without having to go. I don't want to have to plan it. I have to plan to go outside. We're just going to get everything back to one room. What well, do y'all live in the country? No. no. Well, you have to put clothes on. Yes. Yes. I, the neighbor might not like it, but they can put up a fence. <laughs> I mean, that way I'll get a fence. There you go. It'll, it'll be well, offensive. No, I'd have to put up a fence because I own that land, too. <laughs> <laughs> they just have to live with it. There you go. Just, you know what you need is you just need a uh, a little picture of like a blurred box and just put that in front of you when you walk out there. So it blurs it when you walk out there. there you Shoot, go. I want her to try to see it. <laughs> I mean, if they got, I don't want to blur it out. That's just something to have to hold on to. What if I got a box of mice or something? No, I'm not going to be naked with a box of mice. All right, I'm going to tell you right now. 
do do not feed while naked. I have done that before. It's not good. Feeding while naked can go horribly awry. That's right. Because not yeah. all snakes are great at aiming. No. And you know that little mouse made something else may look like that little mouse. Yeah, it would. You know, a little uh, pinky. Oh my god. We feed black mice, white mice, <laughs> what? colored mice, and all different colored mice. You need to hush now. <laughs> What, honey? Oh. Speaking of uh, different colors, y'all have a snake on your table that uh, I think Robert said he was going to buy. I hope so. With his extra 15 grand laying around. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay, she'll have to tell you the story on this. Yeah, I mean, there was somebody, you saw it last night, Doug. That girl posted a yes. picture of it, and somebody was like, oh, is that uh, Bryce and them's? And I was like, nope. Yep, I saw that. And then I saw you it commented online. a little later. Yeah, it it hit uh, Balpath in a Texas group. Yeah. And uh, I seen it on there, and I saw where Mr. Robert, that's where I knew, because a lot of his stuff pops up on my feed. So then I went there and looked at it, and said, hey, that's our snake. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and told him about where we was at, the exact location. Everybody was wanting to know where this snake was at. So I told him to come by and look at it and check out everybody else while they're here. So you're the reason that the front has been so slammed today. It's all, it's it's all his all fault. all because of that snake? Sure doesn't seem like it. I'm <laughs> oh, no. It seems like it. They just I can't think look they're at here. Snake. I just they're think here. they're yeah. I've had, I don't know, probably eight or nine, ten people come by and said this is the one that was on the group site. Yeah. Wow. All right, so awesome. Natasha, what is it, and how'd you get it? The pairing was a banana. But you're good there. <laughs> I just want to push your head down. <laughs> a banana oh. and a normal, and just. It got the, a little bit of both. The snake gods. Just shined upon me that day. Yeah. I love it. A paradox banana. I bet paradox when you cut, when you cut or pip that egg, you were like, "What in he, the hell?" He pipped, and his little nose was sticking out, and I was like, "What is going on?" Because he his nose, his head has got both colors, mm -hmm. the, the banana and the uh, normal. And okay, I said, have to "Okay, go see the snake now. there's yeah. there's something going on here. What what could this be?" Because it's banana and normal. That's all right. it could be. And um, so I put the incubator doors and waited a little while longer. And I guess it was probably about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I said, I'll go back in there and check and see what's going on. I was and at work. He was at work. And yeah. he come out of the egg. Wait, wait. Some, someone hires you to do an actual job? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an right. important person. High voltage electricity. That's right. <laughs> That's horrifying. <laughs> I know, right? That's what's wrong with you. <laughs> oh, my God. I agree. <laughs> too, too, too many live wires. I have. <laughs> so I fried my brain. It so it, so there's got to be all of the electricians that I know are crazy. Are about as chill and laid back as this man right here. So that's got to be. You have to be. Got to be the job. <laughs> if you're up there in that high voltage, you can't really let nothing affect you. Gotta no be. loud rackets. No anything. A balloon can pop. A gun can go off. I don't move. I don't jump. You don't scare me. We can't. You have to be calm and any racket, anything. You can't jump. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're two or three inches away point, from a yeah. high voltage line. Damn. But she oh. called me from, uh, I was at work, and she was just screaming and carrying on. I'm like, I thought something was wrong. And I'm like, what's wrong? She said, we got one, we got one. I'm like, what? <laughs> she said, a paradox. And, and, you know, you have paradox with small spots before. And I was like, Okay. She said, I said, no, 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 no. you don't understand. <laughs> I have a paradox banana. I said, you got to send me a picture now. 
and she did, and I'm like, holy mackerel. The only that's problem, awesome. the only problem is that it's not genetic. And so like, oh, and that's, it's so not. So paradoxing in most snakes is not, not genetic. Yep. Except Some for samboas. Samboas. <laughs> right. Oh. Is that true? I didn't yeah. know. There's, mm-hmm. two, there's two versions of albino in samboas. There's a bell albino, which just looks like a normal albino. And then there's the paradox albino, which is albino with black spots. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. I do too. That yeah. sounds like cool. Yeah. But the, you see them pop up in, in ball pythons, and everybody freaks out, but you can't reproduce it. Mm-hmm. But it's still cool. If you if you need a banana, it's still a really cool banana to have. Yeah. Because I mean. That's right. But genetically, it won't pass it on. It would not. No. Nope. Dang. So it's a fluke accident thing that you can get. So it's like kind of one, a cool fluke. It's like yeah. a one in a lifetime thing probably that ever happened to us. And she's. But it's an extreme version of it too. Yeah. Like there are some that are not that crazy. Yes, yeah. it is a very fair. I've only seen one other one. Table, please come Jesus up to Christ. the front. I've only seen one other one that was close to being colored like this one, and Tom Harbin had it. Oh, really? In ARBC, when we first started going to to reptile shows. And I told him, I said... She's good. I told him, I said, one of these days, I'm going to have one of those. And he looked at me, and he said, no, you're not. (laughs) I said, you'll never have one of these. He said, you'll never have one of those. You lied. I said, I'm going to have one. I'm going to make one of those. (laughs) Did you send him a picture of it when you made it? I did. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I told you. And I told her, I said, I'm And I went, so... You're telling her to put her mouth closer to the microphone. You're sitting on the other side of the arena Thank right now. You, well, let me get closer to this. <laughs> Make love to the I microphone. I am scared of microphones. You're doing great. You touch live wires. What are you afraid of that thing? I don't know. <laughs> I, play, I play in a band, and I do you not. You play in a band? Yes. You didn't know this? How did I not know this? Wait, wait, wait what, what do you play in the band? I play bass. Yes. I figured that. Yeah. I figured How did that. you not know this? I have no idea. There's videos on Facebook. Yeah, he po- they post stuff all the time. The you hell? are behind, man. I am, obviously am. He's awesome. I can, I can go to a place that... I'm never even supposed to be playing that. And, I and they do. They're like, stage. hey, come play with us. And he ends up on stage with them. And my wife's out there looking at her phone, not paying any attention. She looks up and sees me on stage. And she's like, can't take him nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> I just wondered how that happens in a place where like, they're like, look at that guy. Yeah. He looks like he's half asleep. We should have him come play bass with us. <laughs> well, I do go talk to him. Well, I talk to bands. He does that. No matter where we are, if there's a live band, when they take a break. I love it. Nice. I used to play guitar. I used to play lead guitar, and after. But they don't let him sing. They do not let him sing. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm singing back up, it's way back. Way. way <laughs> so when I'm around a microphone, I get very nervous about looking at a microphone. You've, you've been fine on this. And why do you have puffy things on your microphone, and we don't? Because it didn't buy. It didn't come with that microphone. Oh, it didn't come with that one. Well, that's why I sound funny. Yeah, that's why. I need that puffy thing. That it's, foam. It's that. That's the only reason you sound funny. I know. <laughs> so I, we've talked about a while back, but we almost lost Douglas Ray Watt. Yes, we did. We did. That was that was scary. Very scary. It was, it was early on in COVID. Did you, yes, it was. you like you're one of the cases where you were in the hospital for how long? Uh, I was only in the hospital for a week. Five days. Five days in the COVID unit, but I was sick for two weeks before that, and then after I left the COVID unit, I was on oxygen for three months. Hmm. After that. That had to be horrifying for you, Natasha. That was the scariest thing I've ever done, was to drive him up there to that hospital. And Afraid now, that he wouldn't come and back? And not be able to go with him. When I had COVID and was getting really sick, I told Rachel, I said, look, at some point we're going to have to make a decision. And I'm afraid if I go to the hospital, that'd be it. 
He didn't want to go to the hospital. Because that's where people were going and dying. Yeah. He did not want to go. He put up a fight. He fought me, and uh, my good friend is a nurse practitioner, and she was the one we go to when we get sick. And um, she was taking care of him and told him as long as his pulse ox stayed above 80, he could stay at home, or 85, he could stay at home. Which is low. But she said, if it goes below 85, you've got to go somewhere. So he was sick for two weeks at home. And then on a Saturday morning, he woke up and he couldn't he couldn't breathe. He was just gasping for air and coughing and carrying on. And I, I told him, I said, we got to go. And he said, no, we're not going anywhere. And it was it was, I wonder, if it I was, was at dying, 85. I at home. Yeah. I get that. I get it. But... but but it yeah, is. I'm glad I went. It is the, we are it is the 21st century, and we have we are doctors. Too. Yeah. But at that time, you know, it was the first round. I say, yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got it real early. Yeah. And, and my wife, which I'm going to give her props for this, she took care of everything we had. But say, I mean, that's a large collection to take care of by yourself and, and have to take care of that. While I mean, I, while I was down for that many months, she took care of everything. Because I couldn't do anything. Yeah. I, I dragged that hose around in the house. <laughs> And she would laugh at me because, have you ever seen a... She's laughing at you right now. (laughs) I think she would step on that hose. No. And I would be going down the hall and all of a sudden it would tighten up and my head would snap around to the right. Because I was like one of the bulls you see when they have the little thing on the nose. Oh, my God. Yank on them. She went from, I'm really scared I could lose my husband to, fuck this, I'm going to see what I can do with Yeah. Probably would have done the same thing <laughs> as you did. About like week five, she's like, "Fuck it, let's." I'm just. Yeah. He's not dead yet. Yeah, I'm, he's walking. Let's oh, see if I can turn the head. <laughs> she thought you were milking it for all it was worth. Oh Lord, I wish I had him, man. <laughs> that was as scared as I have been. I guess not having anybody with me, and. That's true. You spent five days in the hospital by yourself. By myself, and uh, the first three nights were the worst. That's when I was the lo- at my lowest. Uh, Luckily, he was just on nasal cannula yeah, I didn't for have the to oxygen. Ever have a, he didn't ever have, have the BiPAP machine or, or the intubated. Yeah. So. They told me at that point that they was trying to keep people off of that because that was mm-hmm. when they put you on that, it's actually worse mm-hmm. because it, your lungs are not working anymore on their own, so they're not trying to fight <clears throat> Yep, they should. So they stopped doing that, and uh, the they have a traveling nurse that goes to every hospital back yeah. then and kind of educates the nurses there. And she told me when I got there that if you do what I tell you. So I remember you telling me about the If you do nurse. exactly what I tell you and can possibly do it, you will get to go home. But if you can't and you get to where you can't, then we, we, we'll have to go with what we have to do. And I had to turn on my back every hour, my side every hour, my belly every hour. My other side every hour and my back every hour. Jeez. So for three days straight, I flipped and flopped. You're like one of those little hot dogs in the convenience store, just having to be rolled all the time. I exactly. I never slept for three days. When I had it, I, same thing. I talked to a friend of mine that's a nurse practitioner, has her own little practice, and she said, "Go sit in your driveway and sweat. Yes. And get up and walk around. Don't lay on the couch. Don't lay in your bed." Keep moving. Do. do as much physical activity as you can force your body to do. And uh, and then she gave me some, you know, take zinc and take this and take that. She said, do everything you can to keep yourself from going to the hospital. And there was a couple of days there where it was it was pretty pretty rough. And me, I didn't even yeah, know it didn't I had. Bother it. Her. Really, Rachel? I mean, she that was, was 
I the only have... reason that we knew James was positive is because when you guys tested positive, I was like, James was in the truck in the front seat next to Robert for and I had, 45 like, I had my minutes. normal allergy stuff, like today, like itchy throat and the nerves. Right now, well, that, like, that Saturday night at Corpus, we left the show and went eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we went to leave, and I'm like, I can't drive. So yeah, James so had to James drive. Drove. So he's driving. You're holding the steering wheel. And then wheel. Sunday, yeah. you slept in the truck all day. I slept in the truck all day on Sunday. And yeah. so we, we when Rachel called and told me, hey, we just all tested positive in my house, I'm like, well, crap, school starts for us yep. tomorrow. Yes. And we, yeah. were, we went and bought tests. Weeks. I missed the first two weeks of school. Joe and I were both negative. He was positive. I moved upstairs with Joe, and he lived downstairs. Luckily, I was asymptomatic. Nothing. Do you know where we was at when I found out that I was probably had COVID. Where? Well, we were exposed. We were exposed to COVID. We was in Lafayette. I don't know. I have to ask her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we was at the Lafayette show. Yeah. November 20. I found out this Sunday, the last day. The guy that was riding with me at work, he uh, called me and told me his wife had passed away that night. Mm. Oh, damn. And from COVID? From COVID. She oh. had, she blood had COVID, but she had a blood clot and had a heart attack. So. Mm. Wow. And uh, he didn't even... But he didn't tell me. Nobody knew. Nobody that at work family knew that his had family COVID. had COVID. <gasps> so I rode around with him for weeks. For a week, he rode with him with his wife having COVID. And we didn't even know it. And or anybody. Yeah, nobody told. Know. Nobody told. Nobody. Jeez. Yeah, that's not. But okay. that was that was when it was first, first started. Started. Yeah. And. Nobody wanted to tell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, I got COVID, you know. Yeah. It wasn't as nearly as common as it is right. now. Right, right. Yeah. And then the your the bosses and everything was, it was still kind of new, and you didn't know whether you were going to be able to get, go to work or get right. paid. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Take off and still get paid. Right. So he wouldn't take off because he was afraid he wouldn't get paid. So. Yeah. But they did. The, you know, they, they turned out the company 10 days uh, mm-hmm. paid. Uh, they took COVID. care of us. That's awesome. Good. Good. Yeah, because I, I know the entire Herbs family got really worried. There. Yeah. Bad. I, I called uh, Sean, or she did, to let everybody know yeah, that I, I had call, it. I called and Sean and Lori sure. to let them know that Monday. As a matter of fact, for our 20th wedding anniversary last year, we had joint COVID tests for That's our right. anniversary. <laughs> Yay. And I lost that bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, no. And that was when it was the bad, the, like shove and yeah. shove it all the way your to your brain. Oh yeah, COVID test. That was the whole thing when I when I when we decided to test, and I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that. And then they were like, no, no, no. Now you just have to barely put it yeah. in your nose and move it around. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. No. Back then, it was all they the way must. up to your eyeball. I'm worse when I have to do it to myself though, yeah. because I'm always afraid that I'm not doing no, it well enough. So I always make my that. eyes water yep. Yep. every time. Well, when they did mine, they must not could find my brain because I think they went all the way to my throat. Oh my God. Back here by my. Uh, Your uvula? uvula. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's a uvula. Uvula. It's not a what? We're not going there. Yeah, no. we when go he there. sat down, he said, he We're said, not going Let's there. Talk there. Y'all can tell it. I ain't going through this. It's not a part that you would find on the female anatomy. <laughs> right. You don't have one. Like he doesn't uvula. have one anymore. Right. Sean just being loud as hell. Every time we get uh, y'all get on your podcast, Sean wants to talk to y'all, everybody. Yeah. Yes. There's lots of announcements. Lots of announcements. But that's cool. There's some good <sighs> stuff going on here. So y'all just have ball pythons, right? That we breed. Yeah, that you the breed. breed. We breed and sell. Yes. Yeah. But you have others. I have all kinds of critters. That's awesome. We have a red-tailed boa. She's about eight foot long. We have bearded dragon. Mm-hmm. We have two copperheads. 
He has two copper. I have two copper. <laughs> They're not mine. Uh, that, and we have one Applegate gopher snake. And the rest are ball pythons. That's in the reptile part. See, that shocks That's me. Awesome. I, I feel like Natasha seems like one of those crazy horse people. She used I to used be. To have, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. She was. She had horses. We had probably twelve to thirteen paint horses. Did, did you ever? Did you ever race them? Oh, yeah, race them. But I, I was wondering if you like barrel race or anything. No. Okay. No. So you weren't like super, super crazy. Just no. Super I crazy wasn't. I wasn't a super crazy buckle no. bunny and all that kind of stuff. She liked riding trail. <laughs> well, I just like to ride. Just ride. That's me. I, I, you know, I grew up on horseback. You know, growing up. Well, I grew up on the side of them, on the bottom of them. I did a lot of that too. Fucking <laughs> falling off into trees and getting wiped off branches. And, and I thought they just, sure. they don't love me at all. I'm too high off the ground. So I, I, I broke, like I used to break horses all the time. And so I've been kicked and bitten and slobbered on and. Uh, but nowadays, if I'm going to go ride, I just want to go. Yes. Yeah. I don't, I don't trust them. They paralyze. I don't want to bounce. They paralyze Superman. I don't trust them. I, I agree. I don't trust them. I, I never liked them. She loved them. My daughter loved them. So what they wanted, we got. So. There's nothing better than the smell of a horse. I agree. There's and something about had, it. it takes I don't know. I'll take fresh okay. bread, when cookies. We to, when are, we go to the camp. She's going to sniff a horse. Yeah. When Joe and I go to camp, they have a the barn, and I'll, I always go up to the barn, and I'll do the pictures up there with all the kids on the horses. And I love to be around them, and I love to be up there. And the first summer up there, they put me on a horse, and that's the only time at camp I've gone. I'm like, I'm just too high off the ground. Right. I just, I can't. But I grew up on a farm. Yep. My daddy was a farmer and a rancher, and when we worked cows, that's what we did. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't have to live in Texas to own a ranch. That's right. Her dad had one of the biggest ones in the He raised country. Black Angus. Nice. Louisiana? Yes. And, uh... They, uh, she come there wanting to ride, so I bought her horses. And she told me one day she wanted a paint that looked like Little Joe's horse. So <laughs> I showed up with a paint that looked like Little Joe's horse. No, and she, he did not look like Little Joe's look, horse. It was he black looked and like white. Bubba Gump. Well, it did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was black and white. But he would look like Bubba Gump. His bottom lip did hang down, and he looked a lot. <laughs> I can't show this on the radio, but, but that just imagine lip. with the bottom lip hanging all the way down. All the way. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And then she had a quarter horse cross with a Arabian. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a nightmare. No, no that was she the was best the best. Horse. Was she? She was the best. So I had a quarter horse cross with an Arabian that was an accident. Arabian stud broke into our pasture and bred this uh, kingbred yep. quarter horse mare that we had that I had big plans for. And that baby, who's now like 27, wow. um, was the meanest. She broke my leg one time. She wiped me off on a tree branch. Oh, yeah. Her favorite thing was to sh- you'd be walking along a barbed wire fence, and she'd get closer and closer and closer trying to get your leg in it. <laughs> That's right. And uh, we ended up selling her to an old black man who rides trail rides. This horse wouldn't follow another horse. she right. got to be in front. Be. That man can do anything with that horse. He can lay her down and lay on her and go to yep. sleep. Yep. Uh, I walk up to this day, and she's ready to murder me. The seat, first time, <laughs> Tasha would ride this horse, and... Tasha used to look, using her legs and stuff to steer horses mm-hmm. and stuff. So I decided. I was, I was very worried where you were going with that, <laughs> that statement. She's good with her legs. Anyway, she gets on the horse, and she's riding along. And so I said, I'm going to try this. I'm not a horse riding person. So I get on the horse, and I'm going along there. And all of a sudden, the horse starts walking across the pasture sideways. 
But I don't know why. <laughs> and then and you're I'm, trying to hold on even more. And I'm more. holding on. He's walking sideways, and I'm pulling the rein to the right, but it's just still walking sideways. Well, I get back. I said, that horse is messed up. I said, something wrong with it. It's going sideways all the way across the pasture. She said, are you pushing with your left leg? I said, what are you talking about pushing with my left leg? She said, are you pushing your foot into his side? I said, yes. She said, well, stop doing that. Yeah. So she she's riding with her feet. Yeah. I don't yeah. know all about that stuff. I just get on point. There you go. <clears throat> she said, stop doing that. It'll go straight. That's how barrel racers, yeah. they teach their yeah. horses with their legs. They don't jerk their head around right. with the reins hardly at all. Just use their legs. Yep. So before we go, I just want to ask one thing because I've got to ask, how do you guys get into snake breeding? Because it, it seems very unlikely to go from that to be like, we've let's all, get snakes. He's always had, we've always had a ball python. Yep. I mean. I'm alive. All, ever. We've always had one. <laughs> and one morning he woke up and he said, hmm, I think I want to raise ball pythons. Yeah. I think Flavius is about to show your snake off right now. I hope he does. <laughs> I hope he sells it. And I She'll said, be mad at me, I but said, I hope he does. thinking, you know, okay, he'll get a couple of females, and you know, five females, a couple of males, you know, we'll start off small, you know. How long did that last? A week. <laughs> the next we bought show. 20 at one time nice. you were those people yeah. yeah so here here's how it goes with our dynamic doug will call or doug will send me a message hey i need this many racks right. at this show okay and then we do it and then this time he i guess tasha had been telling him for a week or two to get a hold of me so he yeah. finally just created a group chat was like here y'all figure it out yeah, i did i, I, did. I said it. i sent him a message and i said no let's just forget that i I said, let's just add her to this conversation. Yeah. And that way, Perfect. if she has any questions or something, she can ask it. Perfect. Because I was at work, and I had thought about it at work, and I'm like, I should ask you, miss, while I was with her. But nope, I'm at work. She's at work. So When you get home and you got so much to do, yeah. and then next thing you know, you forget you're about it, or it's like 1130 at night, and you're like, and I'm not messaging them this late. Well, that's me. So by the time this comes out, yeah, by the time we put this out, I will have probably started my new job, right? Yeah, well, this will go out in two weeks. Okay, so it'll be right before I start. Build my racks for you. Quit. Well, I'm not. He's not quitting. I'm He's not quitting. Not quitting. Not quitting. The, nope. the job, uh, the company is still going to be open and functioning absolutely. and building. Rachel's running the day to day. It, it runs on autopilot at this point. Okay. Um, I've got the processes down where on Monday we do this, on Tuesday we do this, on Wednesday we do this. Right. But it's going to get even better. I had an opportunity fall on my lap to help build right. a solar screen company, yeah. and the guys. Paying me a stupid amount of money to come do it. Can't help. Can't and a gas, and you have gas benefit. And he's paying my truck note. Yeah. Awesome. And awesome. Yeah, it's too many good things to pass like, up. I, you know, I told him, I said, look, I have a business. I still have to go to shows on weekends. Yep. Probably going to have to work a lot of half days on Fridays. He's like, as long as the shit gets done, I don't care if you work an hour a day. And it's going to help the current business grow. It'll well. help the current business go, grow because we won't be paying anybody other than our employees. Exactly. I won't be paying myself out of that business anymore. Exactly. And it will allow me to reinvest that money and grow the business right. to where we want it to be. Exactly. Yeah. You know, where I can go do this for a couple of years and then. Which is a big thing people don't understand in business. Like everybody sees the money they make when they sell a snake or a rack. And they go, oh, look at the money I made. But you yeah. need to put that back in so you can make yeah. more money down the road. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you don't get to keep that money. I mean, no. you got to put it back into your, like we raise our own rats. We have, or she raises it. Well, let me get this straight <laughs> before she says something. She takes care of all the rats and I help her. I'm the labor guy. I sit on a stool and get hollered at. But <laughs> that seems right. Because he does nothing. He just well, I sits do. there. You I mean, go, does he I go in the died. room, though? He does go in the room. I don't even go in the room. Yeah, so. 
you, you got me a, there. We have a rat shed out back. And My wife probably goes in y'all's snake room more than you go in your snake probably. room. Yes, probably. <laughs> the only time I go in there is if I need paper towels or trash bags because I know he always has them. If we have to handle one of the big snakes or something, that's not my thing. And I'm like, better call James. Yeah. Rachel will call James. He'll be like, all right. And James will come over and help her out. Mm -hmm. And Well, she goes in the we, – we stay together pretty much. If she goes in there, I'm her face is like, oh, unfortunately. <laughs> I, mean, I can't leave her alone. She, you know how she Nice. <laughs> I have to be there, you know, in case she has a question for me. Right, right. Of course. <laughs> That's, I'm sure that happens often. Yes. I love it. I'm sure you're the answer person in the so house. So, how many rat tubs are y'all running? Oh. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Dan, Let's see. Don't ask me. Let's see if Doug can answer this. A bunch. Okay, technical number, a bunch. <laughs> She's counting in her head. I love it. She does exactly what you do. She has to close her eyes. Got a picture. Think about it. the I room. Picture it. He I does have the same racks, and there's six tubs to each. Oh, so you're running 40 tubs. And then we run. Are you counting the two big ones? 48. Sorry. Yeah. You count two big ones. Yeah. And then we have mice racks. And, and we ASL. have ASF racks. Nice. So that's a half a day work right there, just cleaning. Oh yeah. She cleaning can, racks. My, my son it. and I, we we, usually it's me and my youngest son Tristan. And we can do it. We can do everything. Somebody's got to hold that chair down. Cleaning, um, cleaning all the racks and the grow outs in, in about three hours. Nice. But the problem with those is like it's a, it can't be a I will do it tomorrow kind of thing. No. Like she can't. does no. a different method than most. I mean, it she does maternity racks week. too. So she has to take the cards and she puts the males, you know, in with the females. And she takes the females out of the males. Out of the harem and puts them in individual maternity. See, he's rats. watching while he's sitting on that stool. He's watching. So she has to write down these he's watching. these colors and these rats <laughs> and watch which one they come out of and where she put them. So that way she'll know how many days that it come from being in there with the males to time to move it to the maternity rack. <clears throat> that way she can look at the card and if she thinks one's getting close to. Well, by now, I got to where I can just look at them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That helps you, too, because if you have low producers, you know which exactly. one it was. Right. That only, you know, spit out four or five babies, and it's time for her to go. Yeah. And we could, we yeah. That's she what has, I do. She has double the production doing that instead of just having the rest. Look, it's the there double zero. And, the <laughs> 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 and they're so shiny. They yeah, are. Sean and James Bregoli both just walked by with their fresh-shaved heads. They look like the double zero walking next I told to him, I told him it was a shame that we did this show and that Jennifer's not working this one. I know. She could have painted oh, all their like, heads. They could have been oh, painted yeah. like, like uh, pool balls. They all could have been pool balls. Yeah. So. That would have been nice. It would have been so great. Guys, we're at uh, oh, 35 minutes. I know. I know. It's right. funny that the See? people who are the most reluctant uh -huh. to do it were the best. 100% so far. the longest ones, too. No no offense to the other people. <laughs> I've, no, I've wanted to have the two of y'all on for forever. Yeah, we need to but do But I just figured show. in the middle of nowhere, Louisiana probably doesn't have the best internet. No. So. no and asking asking Doug to figure out yeah, his technology is My son, he li he's not there. My oldest son, he can do it. But, yeah, I, I don't know how it's going to work. <laughs> so we're just going to have to keep getting you whenever we do these That's shows. Right, yeah. That's right, yeah. Cause I can do that. There's about a million more stories, I'm sure that. Oh, See, boy. and this was not nearly as bad <laughs> as he thought it was. I was thinking be. about all the stories y'all might bring up that I can't tell. <laughs> not yet. Not you yet. can always tell. Trust me, we already have Blake and Andy on, so we got enough raunchy <laughs> stories <laughs> uh, for this episode. Yes. True. So yeah, Blake's especially from Blake. Yeah. I was gonna say Andy was shockingly Andy was, calm. I heard him say one word, and I was sitting over there, and I'm yeah. like. And then he's apologized. And then he apologized right. for it. I was just like, who are you? I was very you? sad. And, and I was looking for Andy, Andy. Andy. Like, yeah. Andy can turn it on and off. He can. He can do it when he needs to. <laughs> so. Well, thank you all for coming on. Oh, if people want to reach out to you all, 
And if they want to check, see a picture of your snake, then you're obviously not going to sell it to anybody because you want to keep it forever. Right. Or get an actual snake from you. We're going to post a picture of it, yes. But how can they get a hold of y'all? Uh, well, we have a we have an email, NeelaReptiles at yahoo.com. Yes. We have Facebook. Yes. Instagram. I was like, shut up, shut up, Douglas. I got this. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's why I have her. See, I went blank there for a second. Or you can always call Douglas Ray. Yeah. No. Call just yeah, just call. yell at your door for Douglas Ray White, and he'll answer outside. He'll yell. Well, most yep. times, that's the bad thing about calling me. If I'm out there working in a bucket truck, I am not going to answer my phone. Right. <laughs> right. So, but you can. What's the message, worst that could happen? You can message me anytime, yeah. and I will get Facebook back to Messenger you. is the best way to get a hold of mm-hmm. me. Yes. And that's the best way to get a hold of me. Awesome. Well, thank All you all right. for coming on. Well, thank you. Thank you. Shirt. What? Hat. Sorry. I'm literally holding the hat. We're gonna go on that one. Bye. Yeah. All right, we are back for our final interview. The show is wrapping up. It is almost over here in Bryan College, and we have Sean Gray. Well, I assume it's Sean Gray. I can't really tell. <laughs> the shine off of his head makes what, it hard to see. What did you shave your head for before? COVID. COVID. I was just yeah. trying to freak Lori out. That's right. I was bored. Just shaved my head. And I told Lori because I have this widow's peak I've had all my life, you know? Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, if I ever started losing my hair on the top, I'm just shaving it. So... I told her I wanted to test it and see if I had a pretty head or not. So, and I have Boy. a, pre- I have a, I have a pretty head. It's actually exactly. you, you yeah. sure got. Exactly. You need to get head. out in the sun for a day or but so. I, but I didn't shave the beard then. It right. was just the head. And she was in a nap, and she woke up and goes, "What the fuck is going on? What?" She thought she was dreaming and something. I'm like, "Nope." I kept it like that for like two or three weeks yeah, with yeah, my head blade. Parade of Uncle Fester's around here. That's yeah, a, yeah. Rachel's dad. He had um, a big mustache for. 30 yeah. years. Yeah. And then one day he decided to shave it off and Got walked him. out and everybody was like, what? who the fuck are you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, if I shave my beard off, you guys would. I'd oh, like, yeah. Same thing. Like yeah. This. yeah. We all look like different people. Mm-hmm. Laura um, Cardenas was getting all emotional. She was just too much change. None of you look the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> John Grant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. John Grant. He looks like a big old penis. He does. <laughs> he does. So there's uh, a lot of people through the door this weekend. Yes. A lot of people through the door. Uh, it's the best attendance from just the rough numbers. It's the best attendance ever here so far. I, yeah. I think with you guys having the store here. Yeah, we've know, been advertising the show hard. The show's hard. just going to get better and better. And we, and we also increase the budget, too. You know, we, we, we're we increasing that every show now. Right. But, um, but, yeah, shutting the shop down, I think, you know, I, hell, we were there last night with some of the vendors, and people were walking in, buying stuff. We sold another Tegu last night. Customers like, were just, yeah, they were just like, showing, oh, there's people there. Oh, there's people there. We're going in. I sold Axolotl. We sold, I, I mean, we we probably did $1,500 in like 30 minutes last night at the shop. <laughs> it was crazy. So, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was. we've been advertising. We have posters up at the shop. They've had them up for a while, you know, and then we have the posters up to show all of our show dates and locations. But, but yeah, it's... um. A lot of people, like Friday was our worst sales day ever in the history of open. We did $125 the entire day. Jeez. That was like just a few people buying some feeders here. Everybody's planning on coming to the show. Exactly. Exactly. So I'll take it though. You know? Yeah. So, but yeah, attendance was big. Um, you can tell that some people did well and some people didn't. That's just part of it. But and the, the economy is kind of weird right now. Yeah, it's going to so, be, be weird for a while. Yeah, and the, the two weeks ago, you know, we got hit at the shop real hard when the income tax started coming in. But I guess they've frozen income tax returns right now is what I'm yep. hearing. Uh, so people are, Yeah, so people are being a little more cautious and, of course, gas prices. There are uh, actually what's funny about 
we've talked about this before, a, a lot of people, but the economy in Bryan College Station is its own microeconomy. Sure. Uh, the university pumps so much money into this community that it can support if the world around you crumbles. Right. There's still places here with 369, 379 gas. Oh, really? Yeah. So I think I saw one that was like 359 past few need days to fill up before we go home yeah right but diesel's still high diesel's still over five dollars yeah i'm gonna hit one of the walmarts on the way out because i have a uh, i have enough points to get 10 yeah. more cents off a gallon right. it was only 369 at the one yeah right by our hotel there so yeah so it it's 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 good here um we've having the shop has kind of helped bring awareness to the show yeah uh and then also you know we're bringing awareness to our shop you know, by handing out flyers and people talking about it. And all, I, like, I think I saw every single regular customer. I saw them here, and they all walked out with something. So, and that's the that's the point of closing the shop. We don't want to compete against the vendors then. One of the things I've done this weekend is I've had people that are like, well, I'd like to order one, but I'm, mm-hmm. I need a couple weeks when I get my income tax. Yeah. How would, I said, I'll tell you what. If I get enough orders, I will meet people on a Saturday at the Herb Shop. Yeah, that's and cool. That, that gets people to the shop. Absolutely, yeah. And they're buying, picking up a rack, so yeah. they're going to come in and buy something from yeah, you guys, too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. You know? So it's been a while since I've talked with you. How's the shop doing now? It's, it's doing open. really well. It's it's actually doing really well. It's it's exceeded our expectations from day one, but it's still we see a we we just see a gradual increase. And it's high it's it's high dollar stuff. It's it's strange. Well and you do something a little different. So a lot of small pet stores when they order animals, they're ordering pretty cheap yeah. from wholesale places. Yeah. And they're just, you know, I need an iguana and it's gonna ship to you. And we've talked yeah. about this before. You're not you're not getting super cheap animals because no. you're getting them from your vendors and you're not yeah. asking for I'm wholesale not, prices i'm not asking for any discounts no yeah i mean I, retail is going to be higher regardless uh, you know from a show the vendors have you know given us discounts but it's nothing we ask for if i walk up to a table and it, they have an animal and they're like look it's 500 dollars and the cheapest i can go is 400 i you know i've got to make money i'm giving them the 500 dollars. it doesn't you know so i i can make the money on the on the uh, on the retail side compared to a, a show price yeah. regardless. So that's just, you know, helping support everybody else too. I'm not going to outsource and go through. So know, I find it, I find it very comforting that y'all are doing so well as a shop and doing that business plan versus yeah. the normal business plan of super cheap animals. Yeah. It's an interesting concept that I don't know anybody else that does it. It's just yeah. something we decided that that's how we were going to do it. And we've stuck to it. And, you know, we can't hit every single vendor every show, but we do spread it out and we space it out. And, you know, I, I buy a lot of animals from a lot of different people. And if there's certain people that have certain things, obviously I'm going to go back to them. But we try to spread it, you know, around. Like, I bought Sicilians. That's I know. I saw those are fucking awesome. I've never so seen them in person. I've never around. either. And we so. talked earlier about making some racks for the sales floor. Yeah, we were talking about that because we're expanding the pet shop. That's another thing. We're take, we took over the other. Oh, you finally moved, took over the other? They moved out on Friday just, like, she called us like the week of Corpus and said, "Hey, they're moving out like in a week." Like the day after y'all announced the Lori day shop. after, yeah, the day after we announced Lori's <laughs> shop. Finds out, oh, and we're like, "Oh, I'm giving so, more space too." Yeah, <laughs> so uh, we James and I have been up there kind of brainstorming. We went with the landlords and did a walk through and did measurements, and it's, it's about fourteen hundred square foot extra. The good thing is, is that what's cool about that place too is it's got a ventilation room in the back. Um, because they do prosthetics there, or they did, and um, they're really cool people. But so you can do rats back there. I can do all the rodents back there. That's you know? awesome. So, um, well, it'll give us an extra eight to nine hundred square foot just of retail space. So it's going to be retail space. So you're it's going to basically double what you have. On it's retail almost going to double. Are you going to do have. some more like display cages of animals to show off and just kind of bring people in and stuff? Yeah, and so uh, you know, I plan on buying um, some stuff from Robert, and I'm, I'm going to get some stuff from um, Todd. Uh, well, I have Todd's whole wall. Oh, that's right. So uh, I'm going to be getting some. Um, Focus Cube stuff in. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll probably buy a few things from Recoil. Like, I'm going to, you know, have a few things. But I this will give us a little more chance to actually carry stuff in stock to s- 
sell too. Like we carry the small cages that Robert makes, um, and we sell through those things. But sometimes. to be able to carry like racks in a shop yeah, would be awesome because no one does that. Exactly. So yeah. and that you know I know DFW Raptarium does too, but and they do really well with that stuff. But what yeah, about, having the space to do that. Yeah. John Grant's got that. Uh, or John and Kelly Grant, excuse me. Yeah. They have that their old pet store still. Yes. And yes. they were going to do the party room. They just don't have time for that. So yeah. we're actually part of that's going to become a rack. Yeah, he was and talking about that. showroom. And yeah, so they can walk people across the parking lot and show yep. them stuff. Well, that's, that's awesome. A good idea. Yeah. So, but we've got some ideas too where we can actually have racks. Animals that do well in racks, we can have them on display for sale, but be able to lock them a certain way yeah. so mm -hmm. that nobody can open them. So Robert and I talked about that today. That'd be great. So, yeah. And then uh, so the other half of Herb's, Lori, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Y'all announced that she's going to be opening up her own venture <laughs> um, as yeah. long as she doesn't drink the profits. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, one of our vendors, Robert Prevet, um, uh, Rogue Exotics, he works for wine and alcohol distributor so i thought having sean on here we wouldn't get interrupted that's your that, yeah so but <laughs> yeah. yeah so anyway he gave her a whole list of wines like it's like 20 pages long nice. and she's like going through and she goes well my favorite wines aren't on here so i don't know if i'm gonna use you i'm like laura you can't just get wine just for you like you, <laughs> joe dirt you, said it, it the best it, it's not about what you want it's about the consumer it's about the consumer so yeah so we get the keys for that tuesday actually it's and gonna be a it, it's uh, called the Tipsy Trinket. A little wine bar, right? It's not really a wine bar. We have to, we're staying more retail with gotcha. it. And, and that goes back to what we were talking about earlier is she's buying stuff from the vendors that don't have yeah. animals for the shop, for the mm -hmm. retail side. So she's going to be carrying that stuff as well in the shop. Um, the jewelry, like the reptile jewelry. and Some of the stuff, like stuff of Crafty Gargoyle. They're awesome. Crab, all the mandalas yeah. and we're stuff. We're going to do signs some charcuterie and boards and Charcuterie signs boards. And nice. And then what she's going to do, Kayla's going to be starting to go back in. Kayla's actually going to put in an oven. She's going to start making breads again. Yes. She'll be seeing her at more shows. Awesome. Um, she'll have a kitchen to do it in. Um, Laura has all the goats, and she milks the goats. And they she makes the the soap, soap she but she's amazing. making goat cheese too now mm, so wow. awesome. they have an apiary cheese and wine it's a whole little thing so laura has an apiary she's they're yeah. working yeah so oh, we're gonna you're, be, you're, yeah okay yeah so we're gonna be doing honey from them and and you know stuff like that but what they're gonna do also is have uh, a cold section where you can go out and pick out your cheese your meat all the stuff you know if you want fruit whatever you want and we'll actually prepare you a charcuterie board right there i don't know well, if you've ever cool. seen a charcuterie board that sean makes they're really nice. Dude, he does. I, I think you're pronouncing it. I think it's Shark Coochie Board. Shark yeah, that is Shark Coochie So I, 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 I downloaded a file on Friday. I haven't cut it yet, but it's a Cock Coochie Board. Yeah, <laughs> Rachel was telling me about that. <laughs> but, so that's the thing is that they can come in. We'll It's like a five-buck charge. We'll we'll prepare what you want. We'll package everything up, vacuum seal the rest that you don't use. You can sit there, have a glass of wine, shop, walk around and shop while we prepare your board. And that's kind of her concept of it. Um, and it's, it's a good idea. It's a really good idea the way she's got it done. Be interesting if you yeah. had a space where you could do some sort of like uh, like parties, like they come in and do like a little. It used to be an event center, actually. Um, it's a really cool spot. We actually saw it listed when I was looking for the shop. Oh, really? That we're in. Yeah, we, we kept seeing it listed. She goes, oh, get that. I'm like, fuck, do I need a bar for <laughs> in, a, in a reptile shop except for you and James yeah. to be there? Say, Lori would be at the and James, like and, and James and They're opening the daiquiri barn next door. Yeah, that, I like, saw that when y'all were opening. That, that's yeah. going to be dangerous. Yeah, I told them, I'm like, I'm going to come back over there and you both are going to be in the back giggling drunk as shit from daiquiris when <laughs> fire all of y'all um but yeah so that's her idea and it was it was a really good idea and, and we jumped on it and we don't really think about things if we come up with an idea we just like pet store open 30 days you know what i'm saying yeah. so yeah. <laughs> if we think of something and we're like we just act on it so so uh any big changes with the shows lately? Is anything going on? Um yeah we turned over uh, the amarillo show to malia notice um you know we've 
Well, I, when when Charlie turned it over to me, it was something that Malia had mentioned that she would be interested in it, if anything did happen. So we we reached out to Malia and and, and they're the Lone Star Lone Star Reptile Shows. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everybody should know Malia Notice. They've been yeah. doing this for twenty plus years. Mm -hmm. We started vending with them, you know, when I was a vendor. So um, so it was it was pretty obvious that it, it was helped them expand. Um, it's closer than to them than 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 to us. Yeah. Um, and with Lori taking this on, it's one of those shows that is one of our furthest shows away. Um, and we just wanted to pull back a little bit. So so what we're doing is we're taking all of that budget that we had for the venue and the expenses and travel and advertising. And we're just, you know, peppering it through the other shows. So um, that's help. That's going to help us at least increase some of the advertising budget, too. So I, I think... Um Slidell is going to be huge. It's going to be crazy. I have. I'm getting um, calls right now. I have like nine pre-orders for that show. Yeah, already. I've, I've got. Really? I got four or five calls today um, about that show and Lafayette. They, yeah. they were calling me about Lafayette as well. I'm going to have to get a 20 foot U-Haul instead of my trailer. Yeah. Because I'm already full. Yeah. I'd fill that little trailer up with pre-orders. Pre-orders. Yeah. And what's scary is the five dollar a gallon gas driving out there in that damn U-Haul. That's true. Fuck. That's but, true. Kaylin, come to the front, please. <laughs> Oh. Kaylin better go to the front or do she's they, fired. Do they have I doubt it. Do they have her phone number? Who? I mean, do they have her number? James call does. Yeah, like James her. is buying sticks right now. Ah. So. Well, guys, I got to get stuck yep, in. Get, yep. It's the end of the show. We got to get loaded up. What time is it? It is 3.51. Holy crap. Yeah. What? Yeah, y'all can 3.53. 3.51 on my... Oh, oh, I got fucking matters. Anything else that you can think of that we forgot? No. Uh, next show coming up is what? I don't remember. Slidell. It's that first weekend in yeah. April. Yeah. But April second and third. Yeah, it's uh, Slidell. Mm -hmm. Is it Slidell, Beaumont, Temple, that's Austin? The, that's yeah. the run. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Slidell, Beaumont, <clears throat> Temple, Austin, because we yes. will be in Temple. And then Hawaii. We're doing a show in Hawaii. No, but I'm going to. Hawaii. Oh shit. <laughs> well, cool. So, oh, hold it real quick. At the store, real quick. So we open. She wants to open the store June 15th, the week after Conroe. That's like three months away, but we have like. 18 days of time that we're home to do this so uh, fun good luck with that yeah well yeah, yeah so. <laughs> all right so, all right thanks for coming on thanks for the show thanks for everything yeah. thanks, thanks guys. Ron.